Mr. Kyle, we got to set some goals here. Okay. Set some goals. Are you though? I am. Are you ready? Chris wasn't ready. Hang on. Hang on. You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Pincer Day deserved better. Maybe not by much, but better. Weekly challenges help pave the way to GoFest. 100 episodes of Podcasts on the Wall, Take It Down, Pass It Around. There's still 100 episodes because that's how digital media works. July brings fun, sun, and a new dragon, y'all. And more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to the GoCast podcast. It's episode 100. Woo! Eh, eh, Woo! Whatever. I don't know how air horns sound. Hey, what's up, Kyle? I'm your host, Chris. I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Kyle. Hi. Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I should probably mention it's the 30th of June. It is yet another Tuesday. Okay, now we've hit all the marks. Now we can move right along. <laughs> all right, Kyle, keep going. How's it going, man? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's episode 100. It's exciting. But. It is episode 100. And it is exciting. Yes, I've been looking forward to this episode for over a month. <laughs> well, we got some fun stuff in here. We got like lots of emails, lots of voicemails from people. I have an eight minute uh, surprise that I'm going to have to play for Kyle for the first time. He hasn't heard yet. Oh. And uh, of course, as always, because it's Pokemon Go, quite a bit of news to talk about. So uh, we should probably hop into everything. But before we do, shout outs to our brand new patrons and patrons that have ex- increased their pledges. Hank, Martin, William, an increased pledge from Samantha and Chris. Thank you guys so very, very much for your patronage. We appreciate your support. We hope that you're enjoying the discord thus far. OK, Mr. Kyle, you know, it's mm-hmm. episode 100. We're here to celebrate for sure. But let's take a look at those goals from last week. Huh? First, I need to suffer, right? Let's humble ourselves before <laughs> before goal making. <laughs> Absolutely. So for this past week, Kyle, you wanted to finish the throwback challenge. I did it. <gasps> I did it. Oh, it's an episode 100 <laughs> miracle. He did it. I did do it. Did you just finish it before the show or did you finish it earlier this week? No, I, I, I finished it today, but oh. I, finished it, I finished it at like like 12, 12 o'clock. Or whatever. Well, nicely, nicely done. Nicely done. <laughs> did you do 20 GBL matches? I did not. Okay. I did not. You did not. I did okay. not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. That's a bummer. Uh, um, what about 200,000 Stardust? Uh, no. Wow. That, that, that didn't happen. Wow. Well, two out of three ain't bad, but one out of three is atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> They're both technically Fs. I'm so. really happy that you actually finished the throwback, though, because <laughs> I don't think I could go for another I week, was, man. My heart. I was driving <laughs> to go pick up some lunch this morning. I had Pokemon Go open in my like phone clip or whatever, just so I could check for raids. I get to where I'm going to pick up the food. I see a tall boy raid, and I'm like, oh, my God, I finally found one. I've been looking for like oh three my. days. And I use a remote pass that I had just bought because I didn't have any. <laughs> and there was somebody else in the lobby i was so surprised well so look at you i just thought that was funny but you did finish it 
I did finish it. And that's all that matters, man. I'm very happy to hear that. That's thrilling. <laughs> that's absolutely <laughs> thrilling. Okay, so for myself, I wanted to max my party hat. Wormple, boy, oh boy, did I do that. That cost me a cool 160K. <laughs> uh. Hey, man, it was well worth it. I wanted to get 300,000 Stardust. I did. I played a bunch this week. I played so much that I ran into friend of the show and local player, Legendary Moo, who is a much more hardcore player than I am. I ran into him organically twice on two separate days. Okay. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's a sign. That must mean I'm doing it right. (laughs) (laughs) No, man, Bug Out had me by the throat. Let me tell you, I'm very excited to talk about um, this past week a little bit. Uh, But I also wanted to lastly catch a good Zekrom, and I, of course, mean above 90%. Well, I'm here to tell you that after yet another raid hour, and then also like three or four Zekroms outside of raid hour, so a grand total of 15, 16, maybe even 17 Zekrom, still the best I have is an 89%. Uh, Yep. So uh, I'll take that two out of three there. That's fine. Well, together, at least we were able to do three goals, right? (laughs) Yeah, we're like a Megazord of failure, right? Three out of six. Three out of six. (laughs) You take your math out of here, man. I'm just going to add the two top numbers together. Makes it look nice. Makes it look real nice. (laughs) Okay. Can we take just a moment? Because we're not going to talk about bug out at all. Kyle, have you been experiencing any success with bug out? Have you been having fun with it? Uh, Not really. I mean, I got real excited on Friday, as we talked about, because Ninkata. Yeah. And caught a lot of Ninkata, including a shiny. So I know. I hate you. Forever. I'm just kidding. I'm very happy for you. That's that's incredible. Did you? No, of course not. (laughs) No. No, you just wait until Halloween and I pull in like eight shiny ghosts. Uh, You already have a shiny Drifloon and you had to give me a shiny Dust Skull and a shiny Ghastly. So I've already (laughs) dealt with it, okay? You gonna deal with it? Again. Yeah, Bugout's been really great. I mean, it's Scyther's time to shine currently right now. So uh, before and after this recording, I will be, of course, running incense. That is to say, I did run incense prior to this recording. I will continue to do so afterwards. No shinies for me, although I have gathered many a Ninkata. So I think we're okay in the candy department. I'm around 400 Ninkata candy. Doing okay, I think. Yeah, where are you at? You doing okay, too? I got a little over 200. Yeah, that'll that'll at least pull you through most of the way. I bet you if you have a higher level something or other that you might have caught wild this time, it might help you out. But who knows? Who knows? Anyway, (laughs) enough about that stuff. Let's get right into the news. All right. First piece of news. It's just got it got the headline and I got one note. The headline is Pincer Raid Day Canceled. And the note is. It got canceled. That's it. It was supposed to be this past um, weekend, I think on the 28th or something to that effect. And uh, it got canceled. Uh, No word as to why. Uh, There was nothing particularly special about it. Wasn't getting a special move. It's Shiny's already out. It's been in raids before. I don't know what to tell you. My heart bleeds a little bit. (laughs) All I can say is part of me is kind of glad that it got canceled because we didn't mention it at all in our last week episode. Despite it coming up this past Saturday. That's very true. I mean, it was rather, okay, I, I will own up I to the fact. I about it. No, I, I'm not going to say, all right, I'm sorry we didn't mention it for sure, but I'm, I'm going to own up to the fact that Pincer Raid Day, despite my incessant uh, wanting to hype it up, there was really nothing exciting about it at all. No. Nothing in the least, unless you like Pincer a lot, like I do. And so it's almost not even notable in a lot of ways you know i mean it probably would have gone by and people wouldn't have noticed in the slightest you know 
<laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. It's canceled. Who knows why? Maybe we'll learn more at a different time. But anyway, let's move right along because we have the biggest piece of news next, which is the weekly challenges leading up to GoFest. Yes, we're going to have three weeks of challenges, three weekly challenges in and of themselves leading up to GoFest 2020 that are free to do, even if you don't have a ticket to GoFest. So we're going to run through these pretty quick because we've got a jam-packed episode for you guys. So for week number one, it's going to be the Skill Challenge and Pokemon Go's fourth anniversary celebration event. When is week one? It's Friday, this Friday, July 3rd, 2020 at 8 a.m. to Wednesday, July 8th, 2020 at 10 p.m. local time. Always love it when they do local time. All right. Hang on one sec. I just this is a precursor for the rest of these week challenges. Somebody at Niantic doesn't know how long a week actually is because that's five. Right. Days. <laughs> right. That is that's, that's five all days I have to say for sure. But they're only ha- it's around a week. They don't want to be like a five day challenge. You know, like, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> So what sort of features are we going to have during this week challenge? Well, this week will feature a GoFest weekly challenge, the skill challenge, a Ho-Oh special raid weekend, and various fourth anniversary rewards. Let's dig into the fourth anniversary event features first. Flying type Pokemon and Pokemon wearing party hats will be appearing in the wild, hatching from eggs and appearing in raids. If you're lucky, you might find a shiny P-Dove. So party hats, lots of flying types, shiny P-Dove. Ducklet will make its Pokemon Go debut. It'll be appearing in the wild and hatching from five kilometer Ooh. eggs. Hot take Ooh. on Ducklet, Kyle. You got one? No, I forget it's a Pokemon. Until it's I'm a duck. About it. <laughs> yeah, it's just a duck. Therefore, I am fond of but it. It's, it's the inferior duck because Psyduck is a thing. Right. Yes. Psyduck is the superior duck. I will give you that. But Ducklet is just so plain. Yeah. Gotta love it. Anyway, yeah. the Jumpstart special research will also be available this week for any trainers who missed out on it during last year's anniversary celebration. So be sure to open the app during this period to claim it. This special research is designed to help you catch up with other trainers with a ton of Stardust and XP rewards, as well as some exciting Pokemon encounters. I do believe that based on the wording here, Kyle, and, and just correct me if I'm wrong, that if you've done this one before, you won't get it again this time. Uh, that was my takeaway when I read it, too, especially because it has the exact same name. So it's just going to be like, well, that's all you got. Just the one. Right. It doesn't have like right. a year after it or anything like that. So, yeah, like Halloween does. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Right. Um, so I guess we'll wait for some more clarification and confirmation on that one. Maybe we'll talk about it next week, but it will have been too late anyway. Uh, The last thing is be sure to take a snapshot during this event for a surprise. No idea what that is. But this next thing is for this week, the GoFest Weekly Challenge, the skill challenge aspect of this week. Complete all three sets of tasks in the GoFest Weekly Challenge skill. Timed research to earn an encounter with Ducklet. An encounter with Flying Pikachu, which is literally Pikachu with with balloons balloons taped to its waist. (laughs) uh, A star piece and more. If the following numbers of trainers from the same team complete this time to research, the corresponding Pokemon will appear during Pokemon Go Fest 2020. So it's kind of like a group research sort of thing. And then we get extra spawns at Pokemon Go Fest. If one million instinct players complete this research, Chimeco is unlocked. One million Mystic, Alomomola. One million Valor, Chansey. 
it's kind of a nice little spread. Alomomola is the, obviously the loser here of uh, this group of three, yeah, but not by much. N- not by much, though, to be honest with you. I mean, it's it's a holdout for some people. Yeah, right? it's an uncommon Pokemon, which is nice, but I will not be excited to see it spawning at GoFest, unlike the other two. <laughs> <laughs> true. Absolutely true, because I've always been thinking this could have been a Chimeco and I could be swimming in dust, but I guess yeah. not. That's fine. Uh, if you complete the GoFest Weekly Challenge skill-timed research, you'll earn access to the GoFest Elite Skill Challenge, a set of difficult tasks that you can complete to earn personal bragging rights. You don't need to complete these tasks for your timed research to count toward the Pokemon GoFest 2020 unlock goals. So it sounds like they're making like a, a little midway step. So you get you know halfway through the offered research, which is the first set, then you get kind of towards progress or the global thing. And then after that, there's just more stuff for you to chew on, which is great. The interesting thing here, Kyle, mm-hmm. is that they did say that the, that the, the initial, right? The, the go fest weekly challenge skill is a timed research. So it'll yeah. only be available during that time frame, Right. Yeah. But then it says you'll earn access to the go fest elite skill challenge. It doesn't indicate whether or not it's timed. What do you mm-hmm. think? I was honestly thinking the same thing. It doesn't say weekly in it. And I kind of hope it stays so you can just work on it. But it's supposed to be something difficult to have for bragging rights. So maybe it is going to be timed anyways. It's possible. I guess we'll have to find out. We'll find out on this Friday to some degree. The last thing for this week is the Ho-Oh Special Raid Weekend. Ho-Oh will be joining in on the festivities. You can challenge it in five-star raids from Friday, July 3rd at 8 a.m. to Monday, July 6th at 10 p.m. local time. Be sure to have your remote raid passes stocked. You can purchase them in the shop. Yes, I'll do that. Yes, I will. <laughs> Great. Well, there's Ho-Oh for you guys if you guys are missing Ho-Oh. Let's move on to week two. That's the battle-based challenge. When is this? Friday, July 10th at 8 a.m. to July 15th, which is a Wednesday at 10 p.m. local time. Yet again, not a full week, Five which is days. odd. It's odd. It's odd. It's odd. I think they mean it's a full week before the next one starts, right? So it's Friday and then it's to Wednesday. You have a day off and then Friday again. I mean, yeah, but it just seems odd. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. that. Yeah. Um, So the GoFest weekly challenge, the battle, what what constitutes that complete all three sets of tasks in the GoFest weekly challenge battle timed research to earn an encounter with Hitmonlee an encounter with Absol a super rocket radar and more. Ooh, if the following number of trainers from the same team complete their time to research this week, the corresponding Pokemon will appear during go fest 2020. 1 million instinct complete. Look at us. Phariseed. Thanks guys. <laughs> 1 million mystic, Alolan Grimer. Thanks guys. 1 million valor, Alolan Marowak. <laughs> I think I can speak for many players when I say that <laughs> instinct and mystic don't, work too uh, hard during no, battle no yeah week. yeah don't don't bend yourself <laughs> over backwards to get this one finished that's, that's fine valerie put in the work because i need a shiny alola marowak at go fest oh you betcha i need that i just <laughs> want to see alola marowak spawn in the wild that's oh, what i want oh it's gonna be great it's gonna be really cool um there's also going to be a battle themed event have your pokemon ready to battle trainers on sunday july 12 2020 from 11 a.m to 2 p.m local time there will be a battle themed event. Hopefully it won't take over too much of your time. Hmm. Hmm. Thinking emoji. I wonder what that means. Care to speculate, Kyle? I mean, it's it's a weird one that it gives a time. It literally is three hours. Is it going to take more of your time? I don't know. I think the wording in this last phrase here, hopefully it won't take over too much of your time. 
we did see stuff at a Team Rocket takeover in the in the notes, didn't we? With the balloon and stuff. I thought that was GoFest. Yeah, but like, what's that gonna do for? Uh, maybe, maybe. But I think that Go that Go Rocket is gonna be for actually GoFest. It could be both, right? This could be like a little maybe. teaser event, okay, and then the maybe. second day would be like their big one, right? Mm-hmm. Who knows? I'm not really holding out for two separate Go Rocket events, but we'll we'll find out. We'll find out. Enough about week two. Week three, that's where the real juicy stuff is. French-shaped base challenge. Oh, man. When is it? You better gather your friends for Friday, July 17th at 8 a.m. to Wednesday, July 22nd at 10 p.m. local time. GoFest weekly challenge. Friendship. What does that constitute? Well, complete all three sets of tasks to unlock, you know, encounters with Alolan Raichu, an encounter with Petalil, which is a new one, a lucky egg, and more. If the following numbers of trainers from the same team complete their time to research this week, again, we unlock spawns for GoFest. If one million instinct complete the tasks, we get Togetic, which is pretty sweet. That's good. That's Stardust. Yeah. One million Mystic, Dratini. Okay. Uh, okay. One true. million Valor, Litwick. More Litwick is always good. Yes, thank you very much. We will take that. If you complete the GoFest Weekly Challenge Friendship Time Research, there's an uh, there's an elite one that you can complete for bragging rights, just like with the other ones. Um, you don't need to complete these tasks for your timed research to count towards the GoFest 2020 unlock goals, just as all the other sets have happened. But be warned, there will be a summer-themed event during this week as well. Summer-themed Pokemon will be appearing in the wild, hatching from eggs and appearing in raids. If you're lucky, you might find a shiny bell sprout. Ooh. Oh, boy. Sprout, sprout. <laughs> no. I love that guy. He'll be great. Petalil will be making its Pokemon Go debut. It'll be appearing in the wild when the weather is sunny and hatching from five kilometer eggs. Petalil. It's nice to have a new Pokemon. It's pretty cool. Hold on to your summer style hats, Kyle, because summer style Pikachu will also be appearing in the wild. <sighs> oh, boy. Can't wait for more Pikachu. <laughs> Yeah, be sure to take a snapshot during this event for a surprise. I wonder if it's summer style Pikachu. Probably. But it is. It probably is. We should also mention that while trainers through these three weeks are going to be working towards unlocks for Pokemon Go Fest, and while you can still participate in these weekly challenges without having a ticket to the event, these bonuses, these unlocks will also be available to people that don't have the tickets during the GoFest weekend. It'll just be at a very much lower rate, right? It won't be event spawn rate. It'll just be kind of mixed into the regular spawn pools, right? They'll still be rare, but they'll be there sort of thing. Um, So thanks to Niantic for that confirmation. We really appreciate that. Moving right along here to some sad news. Sad, (laughs) sad news. I'm going to read the quote from a tweet today. Y'all can figure out exactly what it is from there. Trainers, due to technical issues... We unfortunately will not be able to launch the ability to invite friends to raids this month. We will continue working towards a future release date. Please keep an eye on our official channels for future updates. If you'd like to read that tweet yourself, we will have the link in the show notes, although there's not much else to read. So uh, (laughs) it's a bummer. It's a bummer. They promised it this month and then pretty much the last day or and a half of the month, they said, actually, we cannot. I love that some people online are like, guys, don't worry. They're just saying they can't do it this month, but a new month starts tomorrow. I know. They're just going to surprise. Guys, come on. I hope come it's on. a bamboozle. I, you're so, I do. I mean, I don't want to call everyone naive, but that is definitely, I don't think it's going to happen at all. I, man, I hope. I really <laughs> hope would beyond be, hope, though. That would be hilarious. If, hilarious. if tomorrow was April, 
I would be more into this. <laughs> but it isn't. It's not. It's, it's July. Not. Oh my god. It's <laughs> a July. very serious month where we all die from hum- humidity. So <laughs> <laughs> at least in the states we do for sure. Anyway, moving on to the next piece of news here. Oh, I should say, yeah, that's sad, but we're going to get the feature when it's good and ready, and I would hate for this sort of thing that consumes raid passes and involves coordination to not work. So I'm mm-hmm. kind of happy that they're taking the time to make absolutely sure that it works. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Anyway, like I said, moving right along to an exciting piece of news again to close out the news section. Kiorum arrives in five-star raids and more in July. The research breakthrough from July has been announced today. All of this follow information has been announced today. It's fresh, hot off the presses. From Wednesday, July 1st at 1 p.m. to Saturday, August 1st at 1 p.m. PDT, Larvitar, the rock skin Pokemon, will be available as a research breakthrough encounter And if you're lucky, you might encounter a shiny Larvitar. Now, Kyle, a question I have to pose for you is this. It is not a legendary, but it is also not, you know, trap inch. What do you think about Larvitar as a breakthrough Pokemon? It is significantly better than trap inch. That and like, it's good. Like, okay, it's not a legendary. That's unfortunate. It also is another community Pokemon. But this one doesn't spawn like crazy in certain biomes. And I don't think it's in any eggs right now except for the 50-kilometer adventure sink. So it's good for some players. Yeah, I would agree. It's also worth mentioning that this breakthrough will have increased Stardust. Not, It's not just going to be Lavatar. I believe it's been confirmed that it's going to be 5,000 Stardust total, not not bonus, so total that's, so that's better good. than whatever we got before, which is like 100, right? So, and then whatever the base was for the breakthrough, right? The base is 3,000, right? And I I think the last time, I think when Pharaoh was there, it was 5,000 again. So, this has been mm. the standard. Yeah, it's just not with Trap Inch. Yeah, not, not with Trap Inch. Trap Inch, we got what? Five more candy? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. We, we got a lot of me not caring if I got my stamp or not is what we got. I did get my you. stamp. I did one, I think. Oh, really? I did all of them. I say nope. that I was nonchalant about it, but what I mean is I did it at the end of the day instead of right away in the morning. <laughs> I, I missed one day, and so it was out of sync with my seven-day streak, and I'm just like, you know what? I don't really care. I'll wait till they're synced <laughs> back up again. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, is that still going strong for you? You still have your sync going? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, all, it's, it's in sync. Uh, not well, my field research, like I mentioned, but that will be in sync in a day. So, <laughs> Okay, great. Very nice. Very nice. Well, moving right along with more of this information for July, like I teased at the title of this whole thing, Kyurem is in raids. First came Reshiram, then Zekrom. Now Kyurem is coming to Pokemon Go starting Tuesday, July 7th at 1 p.m., Kyurem, the boundary Pokemon, will be waiting for you to challenge it in five-star raids. In addition, there will be raid hour events featuring Kyurem every Wednesday at 6 p.m. local time while it's in five-star raids. Kyurem is exciting. I'm sure we'll talk about him in depth later on in some other episode. Who's ready for three months of Kyurem in raids? I'm excited. Let's do it. Let's do it. For those people who don't know, Kyurem has three forms base that we have right now and then there's kiram black and kiram white which is you get in the main games by like fusing it with reshiram or zekrom and they are overpowered very strong we'll leave it at that (laughs) very strong we will cover him in another episode because there is a lot to cover when it comes to kiram there's also been spotlight hours that have been announced for july all four of them which is really exciting tuesday july 7th taylor will be in the spotlight and you'll be able to earn twice the candy for transferring pokemon 
well, I need to mark my calendar because it's transfer candy. So <laughs> you're going to forget again because we're going to record. So, yeah, this is the 18th time that I'll miss it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, Tuesday, July 14th, Zubat will be in the spotlight and you'll earn twice the XP for evolving Pokemon. I'm actually kind of thrilled about Zubat. But again, we'll be recording. Tuesday, July 21st, Oddish will be in the spotlight. You'll learn twice the Stardust for catching Pokemon. I'm at such odds Ooh. with myself with this. Chris is at odds with Oddish, guys. Uh, that was funny. Um, but Oddish, but Stardust. Yeah, exactly. I you can get like 5,000 whole Stardust. <laughs> Could. Could do <laughs> in that. that. Hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tuesday, July 28th, Buizel will be in the spotlight, and you'll learn twice the XP for catching instead of evolving but catching this this time uh those are those are kind of good spotlights the only one that can't be shiny is buizel which is interesting but taylor zubat and oddish can be so please mark your calendars for those tuesdays if you'd like to hunt those pokemon down all right well that's it for the news we are going to do a little trivia section here that we recorded with my dear sister we hope that you guys enjoy we'll see you on the other side Okay, so as another little surprise here, I said surprise, but I think we've talked about this on the show a couple of times. I've at least talked to Kyle about this several times, but one of the big requests for episode 100, for me personally and from other people, including listeners, I'm not just, you know, making this up, (laughs) is that we do some trivia in our trivia head-to-head game format that we've built basically for this show. But the question came up, Kyle, Mm -hmm. you know, hey, if we're going to have episode 100, if it's head-to-head, it can't be you and I. Who's going to write all the trivia? It's not going to be somebody else. Gosh darn it. I'm the trivia writer here. (laughs) Only you get to do it. So we have invited, and she has so graciously agreed to do so, my sister, Ashley. Hello. Hello. Hi. She's guesting here. She's going to go head to head with Kyle (laughs) with some trivia. So uh, for those of us that don't know who you are, Ashley... Um, let's just take a little, like a quick minute to introduce like who you are, your history with Pokemon in Pokemon go. What do you do? What do you like about it? That sort of thing. Oh my gosh. Um, I started playing right when it came out. I was in grad school and needed, you know, things to do that weren't grad school. And then I had a job that I traveled a lot for a while. So I didn't play a ton, but I played when I was traveling because you know, you find cool stuff and you walk around and, um, probably the last year I've played more but I would still definitely call myself a rather casual player so Kyle is probably going to sweep the board this time <laughs> we'll see yeah, we'll, we we'll will see gotta set see. some low expectations here <laughs> I, I might have written these questions to cater you guys yeah. <laughs> sandbagging when she I lose is, horribly yeah. it's going to look bad on me now I requested that the theme be things that Ashley knows, but I was declined. So, yes, I asked. I was like, can the theme be, you know, things Ashley knows the answers to? I don't know. Right. Doesn't things seem fair. Ashley's seen the answers to already, perhaps. Right. No, no, no. Those, those are off the table. Those are off the table. Yeah. Well, anyway, thanks again, Ashley, for joining us. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I'm excited. Okay. So. For those of you that have never listened to us do a trivia head-to-head before, first of all, pff, you're missing out. Go listen to them. They're really funny and fun. <laughs> um, but really quick, let's just go through the rules very quickly for you guys. It is a head-to-head format for those of you at home. We are going to have these two, Kyle and Ashley, go square off against each other in a trivia competition. There are 10 questions. Each participant gets the opportunity to start the answering process for five questions each. 
For each question, there are three hints. The answer to each question is the name of a Pokemon that the hints will then hint towards to, obviously. They will be presented, the hints, one at a time in, you know, they get easier and easier as they go on. So the first one's going to be worth three points. If you get that right, you get three points. Two points for the second one and one point for the last one, which basically just gives the answer away. In the event that you want to answer the question for, you know, three points, right? And you don't have the correct answer instead of electing to go to the two point hint instead to get a better chance of getting the correct answer. It then goes over to the other player. The other player gets control of the question. So, for example, if Kyle got the first question and he got the he guessed incorrectly after only learning the three point hint, it would then go to Ashley and she has a couple of options. She can either, you know, take a swing at the three points now that she knows what one answer is not. Or she can choose to go down to the two-point question and then subsequently the one-point question if needed and then gather those points from there. So a little bit of stealing, a little bit of this and that, but the hidden, the hidden aspect is, and if you listen to our Zoe Two Dots one that we did with Kyle as well, this is no news to you, but there's an extra rule. If you can guess the theme to these questions, you will earn three points. If you guess incorrectly, you will lose one point for each incorrect guess any questions nope don't cool. think so perfect okay i know you know you know how it works Kyle. <laughs> Alrighty. so so just in the spirit of of you know setting a good example kyle you're going to go first okay 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 all righty your first hint for three points this pokemon may show previous meals of a certain kind to a person it trusts <laughs> Oh boy! You know, I always, yep. I always forget. It's like, what is this actually going to be like? <laughs> and then it's like, oh right, it's, it's a three-point question. It's I think I'm easy. prepared. And it's not easy. I'm definitely not. My thought process is, it's got to be a bird Pokemon of some kind. But that okay. description doesn't fit anything I can think of. <laughs> I like how you went ahead and just applied logic. You're like, hmm, throwing up meals must be a bird. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it sounds it sounds like a bird, but then again, it's Pokemon. It, it could be it could be anything. Could be that that Pokemon made of rock over there. It's got to throw up the rocks to show people. But I'm I'm gonna go for the two point because that does not give me enough info. Okay, as it was designed not to. Alrighty, <laughs> the two point hint. This bipedal Pokemon resembles a tapir. Wait, what? Do you no. know what a tapir is? I do. I do know what a tapir is. I can't think of a poke- what Pokemon it is, though. Okay. Oh, no. No. I well, there to... is always the one point hint, No, no. Kyle, I need to think saying. about this. I need to think about this. You can also get it wrong, and Ashley could get the one point hint. That's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ashley's too quiet right now. Hey, I, I got to guess. Oh, no. That's <laughs> probably, probably wrong. <laughs> I, I do not. I'm going to be upset. Did you have a guess? After the first hint or the second hint, Ash? No, the second hint. The first hint. Okay, for sure. No. What? What's the the tapir Pokemon? (laughs) Okay, but I also don't, I'm probably not right because I know Gen 1 and then like maybe things that have been in Go. (laughs) That's a fair amount of Pokemon at this point. That's a lot of Pokemon still. That's true. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's true. Oh, I hate to do it on the first one, but I I gotta go for the third. Oh, you're going to be so mad at yourself. Are you ready? Um, okay. I don't, I don't All right. I for am. one, for one point, and for the dead giveaway, using its short trunk, this Pokemon will eat the dreams of a sleeping person. It prefers the dreams of a child no. over an adult. No. Yes. I read What's the, the answer on this one. Better be. 
<laughs> it's uh, it's drowsy. Oh yes, it is drowsy. Congratulations what? on your singular point, Mister. <laughs> drowsy eats dreams. What is it regurgitating to show people? I. In cool. in the Pokedex, it says that it might sh- it remembers each of its <sighs> dreams, and it would show previous meals, which would be dreams to uh, people that it trusts. Oh my gosh! Come on, man. We don't do Pokelore just for our health. It's oh for educational purposes. Okay. <laughs> well, one point for Mister Kyle Ashley. It is your turn. Are you ready? I don't know. My guess was wrong. So, <laughs> oh, what was okay. your guess? I would love to know. Well, I didn't. It didn't fit the third clue, but you said taper, and I thought heat more. Um, I guess he's an anteater, oh, right? But like that was the eater, only thing eater. I could think that was like long-nosed, you know? That's close enough. That's close um, enough, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. I would have been wrong anyways. But yeah, bring it on. Okay, question All two. All right, here's, here's your time to shine, okay? Great. For three <laughs> points, this Pokemon is attracted to anything emitting electrical fields. Uh, I also have to tell you guys, I should tell you, right, is that normally I write these in such a way that even if they're abstract, there's almost no way you could get it conflated with another Pokemon if you know for sure, right? But in this case, the theme would help out quite a bit for each of these questions, just so you know. Okay. Uh, I have not a clue. Hit me with okay. two points. Hit you with the two points. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Should this Pokemon run out of electricity, batteries can be used to help it recharge. What? Oh, uh. uh, okay. Um, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm thinking over here. Mm-hmm. Well, you're batteries. good. You're good. There's a Pokemon you can put batteries in? <laughs> mm. Or do you like hand him the batteries and like, like, osmosis? <laughs> yeah. I will clarify. I guess I can't do not ask. eat. You don't insert the batteries. No, that batteries are just used. There's not like a hatch in the back. Okay. Um, <laughs> With one small screw to keep it right. in there. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, I, I, have, I have no idea. Okay. Give me okay. that one point clue. One point. Okay. This seemingly robotic Pokemon sports two Phillips head screws that serve no apparent purpose. Oh no, this crossed my mind, but I was like, no. Yeah. Um, Magnemite? Yes, ding ding ding, uh, yes. Okay. It also, is Magnemite. Also, Singular point. Magnemite has three Phillips head screws with no That's purpose. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. No, but Just, the one on top is definitely its hair. The two up front, what are those for? Is beard then? <laughs> <laughs> if that's its hair. I can't argue with you. I have to tell you, by the way, it's really funny because I was looking this up on Bulbapedia, right? Because it's where I do all my research. Yeah. And the foot, the footprint yeah. for Magnemite <laughs> is a Phillips head screw. What? So what? that's that must be its feet, I guess. What's it, like, up with that? Falls uh, over. I think and... I could have gotten that one. Dang. Who knows? Who knows? I'm anyway. sorry. Well. <laughs> Okay, well, it is now a, it's a it's a really exciting tie at one point each. Uh, let's go into question number three, Kyle. Are you ready? Yes, I'm, I'm ready. Excellent. For three points, isolated populations of this Pokemon have been found to be unchanged for several hundred million years. Oh, no. Oh, yes. I should know this. You should. This sounds like... A Pokalore that I've read, or or something I've experienced in the past. Oh no. Um, hmm. No, it can't be just a fossil Pokemon because that's they're they're extinct. That wouldn't make any sense. Maybe. 
Are, um, are they? I mean, have I you watched d- the anime? I mean, I have not watched the anime in the last ten years. <laughs> oh, okay, but you have, so no excuses. I get you. I got you. <laughs> um, <laughs> could you could you give it to me one more time? The three points, sure. Yeah. yeah. Isolated populations of this Pokemon have been found to be unchanged for several hundred million years. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna guess because I'm gonna, you are not. I'm gonna okay. guess a fossil Pokemon because it okay. has to be a fossil Pokemon. And oh, there's so many. No, <laughs> oh, Kyle, what is it? <laughs> is it? There are other hints. That no, they'll, they'll no, I'm gonna guess whether hint. I'm right or wrong because I want to be right. <laughs> okay. Is it Kabuto? Oh my gosh! Yes, no. yes, it is Kabuto. Oh my gosh! Okay, oh for my. two points, for two points, it was this Pokemon has four eyes, although most trainers only focus on the two larger luminescent ones in front. It actually what? has two eyes on its back, just so you know. What? And for one point, known for hiding on the sea floor, this Pokemon uses its brown shell for protection. If you didn't get it from that, Kyle, I wouldn't want to know you anymore. <laughs> okay. 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 Now, Ashley. Uh-huh. Question four. This is for you. For three points, this Pokemon uses a toxin, but cannot use any poison type moves. What? Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, jeez. Oh yes. boy. Yes. He uses a toxin, but no poison moves. Can I, can I potentially ask a clarifying question? You absolutely can, yes, especially if it will aid our contestant. It <laughs> is it cannot use a poison type move in general or in Pokemon Go? In general. It, okay. it cannot learn okay. a poison type move, at least as far as the research went that I was able to do today. What the heck? Okay, okay well, that didn't like help me, thorough. so... I mean, it didn't, it didn't help me Thanks. at all either, but maybe it would <laughs> well, have. okay. All right, so if it uses a toxin, but it doesn't use any poison-type moves, then where else will we learn about a toxin? Okay, I don't know that that was helpful either. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, whoopsies. Okay. Let me have the, I'm sure it will make sense after the fact. Let me have the two points. Okay, two points. Yeah. Almost Star was a prehistoric predator of this protective Pokemon. Oh, no. Oh, uh, no. I feel like I should know the answer now. Um, mm, mm-hmm. uh, I think I did know this. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm hoping we actually get to the one point because I, I like I like the way it's written. But have, you're also you guys are going to both hate yourselves. I just like <laughs> I have like a. Mm, OK, I'm just going to guess. OK, because Kyle over there getting more points uh, tentacool. Ooh, Tentacool is a good answer, but it is incorrect this time. Okay, Mr. Kyle, do you want to answer for two points, or do you want the one-pointer? Um, if I answer wrong, does it go back to Ashley for the one-point, then? It absolutely does, or she could guess again at two points. Okay, I'm going to guess, then, just because in in the spirit of competition, and I, I think I might be right. Um, okay. Uh, is it Goldine? No, it is not Goldine. Okay. okay. I think we just got the uh, just a little bit of the tuba there. I cut that one off, and that's fine. The tuba is the only part that matters. That's not effect. <laughs> All right, Ashley, back to you for two points, or you can take another one. I'll take another clue. Okay, for one point, aiding in several evolutions of the Dopey Pokemon, this Pokemon can be seen on a tail, head, no. hand, oh, or no. even a fashionable jumpsuit. I second guess. Wait. 
A jumpsuit? Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Either I'm very wrong again, or I am right, and I thought about this a long time ago. Is it... Wait, hold on. Sorry. Gotta make sure which one of the two it is. Right. Now Now I'm like, wait, yeah. don't open yes. your mouth. Because um, <laughs> I thought of the original of the base evolution or whatever you... A cloister. Hello. I'm going with cloister. Ooh. No. Incorrect. No. Incorrect. <laughs> oh, no. No. What is uh, it, Kyle? It's Shelter. No. That's Shelter. Cloister's it's enemy Shelter. is Kingler. Yes. Oh. yes. That's but true. I actually knew that on the three-point question, and then I tricked myself on the two-point question. Right? To, Dude, to I was so proud of myself. I thought that was a clever one. I thought that was clever. Well, <laughs> I actually thought of Slowbro, because I'm like, poison, it's, its tail like numbs the brain or something like that. So it was the line of thinking, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh man, that was a that was a battleground question for sure. Okay, Ooh. Kyle. Question number five. Okay. Ready? For three points, this Pokemon uses air pockets in its fur to keep warm during the winter and cool during the summer. Air pockets. Air pockets. Yes, sir. Okay. But, I mean, there's always that two point question. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, I have no clue. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. So, that's it. So you want you want the two points? <sighs> yes. <laughs> okay. During the summer, this Pokemon's fleece is shed, but it grows back within a week. Fleece. Fleece. But air pockets. What? <laughs> Wait. So it has a fleece and it has fur. Yes. That's, that's not how. Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't think yeah, that's, that's how that's that works. That's how the Pokedex worded it. That's exactly how it worded it. I think maybe um, they used the wrong word one time. There's, <laughs> there's no way that this can be. I have to think about this for a second before I make the wrong guess anyways, I think. <laughs> um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make the wrong guess anyways because I don't want to okay. go down to one point. Is it Mareep? It's Mareep. Yes, it is. How does oh, it have yes. fleece and fur? I need yes. answers. Oh, are you ready? For one point, this Pokemon's wool continuously grows, <laughs> stores electricity, and can build a static charge one around the other. Oh, the air, like, it's just the, the air pockets threw me off so hard because I'm like, it's an electric type. There's, the hint shouldn't be air. What? I don't. Yeah, oh yeah. So it's got it's got this really like fluffy fur, and mm-hmm. so it keeps all this air in it, and it uses electricity to regulate the temperature within the air pockets. Is, is there a picture yeah. somewhere of a Mareep without its fleece? Yes, there is. Okay. No, yes. and is it's it from adorable. The anime? Yes, okay. it is. Okay. Um, and then there was a bunch of like then. concept art, and I was like, all right, nice. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. Ash, are you ready? Uh, yes, I'm also googling Mareep with no fur while you talk. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. Please do report back. Uh-huh. Um, so for three points, this Pokemon is a skilled flyer and can make sudden stops to change direction in midair. Every oh. flying Pokemon. Yeah. That, that doesn't <laughs> really narrow I mean, it down. Wait, one more time. All right. This Pokemon is a skilled flyer and can make sudden stops to change direction in midair. Okay. It may help to think of physical animals in the real in the real world that are able to do this as well. I, I, don't, know I, any, I don't know anything about birds. <laughs> I do have a thought that's not a bird, but it flies. But I'm not. I'm gonna play it safe. Let me have a two point. I'd rather have two okay. points than no points. 
this will help you out if you listened to a poke lore that we did about this Pokemon okay, in the past. Guess now before this. Let's... This Pokemon can generate shockwaves capable of breaking glass by flapping its wings at a high speed. Nope. <laughs> oh. Um, how long ago was this poke lore? <laughs> a long time ago. Oh. A long time ago. And I do not believe the poke lore was necessarily about this stage, but it was mentioned. Wait, and it makes shockwaves with its wings? Did you say that? Yeah, it can generate shockwaves that can break glass by flapping its wings at a high speed. Oh, my guess is wrong. I agree, mine was too. (laughs) (laughs) That makes me feel better. Um, (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay, give give me the one point. Okay, the one point is, often found in wooded and swampy areas, swampy, this Pokemon resembles a dragonfly. Ah, Yanma. It's Yanma! Yay! I thought it was Zubat the first time. No, that is a good guess. That is a good guess. My original guess was Crobat. That is also a good guess for the same reasons. He said Sonic Boom, and I'm just like, wait, no. That's yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Yan was terrifying, actually. I think we covered Yan Mega in an episode yeah. before, That's and right. and that thing was just scary as all as all heck. Anyway, Kyle, here we go. Your next question. Okay. Your first hint is: This Pokemon can store water inside its body. It can act just like a bouncing ball. <laughs> That's not generic at all. <laughs> it's not generic. No. Um. All right. Well, I'm. Just gonna take a guess then because I know of a water shaped or a ball shaped water Pokemon. Okay. Is it Meryl? That's gonna be a no. Okay. It is not Meryl. Okay. Not Meryl. Okay. Ash, your turn. You can answer for three or take it down to two. Wait, let me have the clue one more time. Okay, the clue is this Pokemon can store water inside its body and can act just like a bouncing ball. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I would have guessed the same thing, Kyle. Hmm. I would have said that. (laughs) Uh, Okay, hit me with the two point. Okay, for two points, this Pokemon can expel its stored water through its nostrils to startle people. I think I know who it is now. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Poliwag. Poliwag? Are you guessing? That's my guess. Poliwag. Ah. Nay, nay. Oh, that was close, though. Do polywags have nostrils? I, it was I don't know. <laughs> hmm, I don't know. It was under duress, okay? <laughs> I get it. <laughs> All right, Kyle, for two points, or do you want the one-pointer? It's Whalmer. It is. It is Whalmer. Oh. Yes, yes, Why did yes. I think of him first? Ah. Yeah, for one point, it was entire pods of this Pokemon can be seen swimming with their mouths open, filtering for food. Okay, but that would be like the most terrifying bouncing ball ever. Yeah, yeah, so... <laughs> like, if that thing's you know? coming at you? <laughs> <laughs> so, Whalmer, Whalmer can actually survive on land for short periods of time. So, they'll fill up with water, and they'll bounce around on the beach and, like, hang out with each other and stuff for, like, a couple of hours, and then go back to the ocean. That's if that in and of itself is not terrifying <laughs> to you, like, what? They're pretty big. Anyway. Huh. All right, Ashley, you mm-hmm. get to start this one. Okay. For three points. This is question number eight, by the way. We're almost there, y'all. For three points, when threatened, this Pokemon can gleam brightly to blind predators and flee. Hmm. What's the score? The score currently (laughs) is seven to two. Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. 
Nobody's guessed the theme yet, by the way. I, I have no oh, I idea for- what the theme I is. I forgot to think about a theme. I will get there. It can gleam. That just makes me think of like fairy type moves with not actual gleaming, so that's not helpful. Oh, because you're thinking of dazzling gleam? Yeah, and then I got stuck <laughs> yeah. there, you know? Yeah, um, all right. Okay. Two points? Yeah. Okay. For two points, electricity is produced in this first stage Pokemon by extension and contraction of its muscles. <laughs> so there was a couple of things in there. So yeah, electric, contraction of muscles. First stage. First stage. Uh, I don't know. One point. One point question. One point. Clue. This quadruped <laughs> feline Pokemon can use its star-tipped tail to send messages to others of its species. Oh, no. Is it Shinx? It is Shinx. <laughs> Yay. I had like a moment of like, I am very wrong, terror. Okay, great. One <laughs> <point>. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's a lot of details about this Pokemon that I didn't realize. There's details to this Pokemon that I didn't know. <laughs> what was, I'm like, why would anybody know this? <laughs> what was the first clue again? It, it can gleam brightly to blind predators and flee. Okay. It will literally okay. turn itself into a light bulb through its fur and then just like, and just run like a flashbang. That's also a cat. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Okay. So uh, does anybody want to take a shot at the theme? This last two questions. Hang on. Wait. Uh, Do you guys want to review what the, <laughs> yes. Okay. So the answers so far have been drowsy, magnemite, shelter, Kabuto, Mareep, Yanma, Whalmer, and Shinx. I will give the two of you a hint that it has nothing to do with Pokemon mechanics, so it has nothing to do with types, and it has nothing to do with um, move sets or anything like that, or generations. It has to do with a Pokemon Go mechanic and slash or system. Uh, huh. The only thing that occurs to me I know is wrong, so I'm not going to guess because I'm just. Oh, you'd be surprised. It's kind of a baloney theme. You should take as many guesses as you want, Kyle. That's true. You've got you've got points to burn. You got points to burn. Let's do it on the last question then, because I don't really know. That's true. Okay, fine. Especially if you're saying that these last two should have like helped give it away. It didn't clarify anything for me. These last two necessarily won't give it away. I just think that more and more. Uh, added um, to the pile of data might give you a better answer. Hang on, hang on. Can you <laughs> can you say the answers one more time together? Yes, yes, you got it. Drowsy, Magnemite, Shelder, Kabuto, Mareep, Yanma, Whalmer, and Shinx. I'm gonna take a guess. Oh, okay, what too. is it? Are they all Pokemon that hatch out of five K eggs? No, no, that is incorrect. <laughs> Wait, I have so a that's guess. Gonna be, that's okay. You have a guess? I have a guess. What's your guess? Have they... Hold on. Let me review in my head one more time. I don't know if this is true. <laughs> have they all been okay. in one-star raids? Yes! Ah! <laughs> yes, they have nice. been! How yes. on earth? Yes. <laughs> oh, you guys God. are tied! <laughs> it was a lot better than my first guess, which was they are purple, which is not true. They are probably true. So- Oh, that's so good. Oh, thank uh, you. Okay, all right. All right. So we're going into these last two questions because we're tired. Oh, Which no. helps with the last two questions. Uh, it definitely does. It okay. definitely does. All right. So this next question is, starts with Kyle, if I recall. Yes, it yes. does. Okay. For three points, 
This Pokemon is actually two distinct beings, each with six teeth. Six teeth? They each have six teeth. Uh, I don't like I don't like these ones about that kind of anatomy because I never pay attention to that in Pokemon. Uh-huh. Two distinct beings with six teeth each. Now I should say that by by distinct I don't necessarily mean dissimilar. They're just two beings, right? Oh, hang on. I think I know. Hang on. Hang on. I'm trying to make sure if there's six or not because that would make Did a lot you more catch sense. The, wait, wait. Okay. Well, let me ask hang you. On. Do you think do you think the wording was clever then, based on your guess? Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit clever because well, first off, okay, the guess is uh, I'm gonna guess is Clink. Yes, it oh, is no, Clink. No. Okay. My first thought was was Meetang because you said two distinct beings like put together type oh, okay. of thing, and then I'm like, wait, no, but it's one star rates. Who could it be? Right, exactly. Yeah. Teeth, I'm like, there's no way someone's counting uh-huh. those teeth. There's no way. <laughs> it's, those teeth, it's the teeth on the gears. Yeah. Ha-ha, I'm so <laughs> smart, everybody. <laughs> anyway, uh, for, for two points, this Pokemon generates life force by continuously spinning. And for one point, this Pokemon's current and former signature moves are gear grind and shift gear. <laughs> okay, whatever. Anyway, Ashley, let's bring it home. Let's bring it home. Okay. So for three points... This Pokemon's life energy is constantly building, so it is always growing and can reach lengths of over six feet. What? <laughs> life force? Okay. Life, mm-hmm. what's with, yeah, okay. Life energy. So it's life, life energy is energy. growing and it grows lengthwise. Yes, it is and a long boy. It has been, not to be confused with tall boys. Uh, right. Which would be growing long if you laid them down. That's uh, true. <laughs> It's been in one star raids. Hmm. Uh, I'm like a little iffy on my one star raid knowledge. Oh, uh oh. I can only think of one thing that would be like long, and I feel like it's wrong. What's the score? Oh, you you have to guess this right in order to tie it. Uh, three points. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm going with Ekans. Ekans is incorrect. Wrong. Oh, yeah, I know. All right, Kyle, you want to try for three? You want the two? No, I know the answer. It's uh, ah. it's Dratini. It is Dratini. Oh. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. I'm uh, disappointed points, in myself. <laughs> as it grows, this Pokemon will regularly shed its serpentine skin behind mm-hmm. a rapid waterfall. And for one point, using its former signature move, Outrage, which was news to me, this Dragon-type Pokemon evolves twice into Lance's signature Pokemon. Hmm. Not gonna lie, I could only think of two like long Pokemon that were like a first stage Pokemon. Ekans was the other one. <laughs> yes, that's true. I know. I, I realized that that was a flaw as soon as. But hey, I, I don't know anything about Ekans's life energy. But Dratini's a magic dragon, so there you go. Yeah, right. I just forgot about him. <laughs> Everybody forgets about poor little Dratini. Poor little noodle guy. I think it's because yeah. they're so special. Like you don't. Well, you get them a lot now, but like you didn't see them a lot, so it just doesn't cross. Right, you know, they were rare, out out of sight, out of mind. mind. God, yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, anyway, anyway. (laughs) Ashley, thank you so much for joining us for this trivia. Congratulations, Kyle, on your win. Ashley, good job on getting that theme out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That was pretty funny. Anyway, um, thanks for joining, Ash. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Absolutely.
Thanks again, Ashley, for joining us. Really appreciate it. Kyle, good job on uh, on answering some questions, right? <laughs> but I'm going to have to still, I know on paper you won, but we got to give it to Ash for guessing that theme. That was insane. <laughs> yeah, no, I, was, I wasn't going to get it till the end, maybe. Very impressed. Very impressed. Anyway, let's move right along into the Pokepole. So last week's question was, you're stranded on a desert island with three Pokemon. Which three do you choose and why? And just to remind you, the goal was to not necessarily escape, but to survive and thrive. Right. I think that several people answered the question before they listened to the episode. Yeah. Um, so so give these okay, people though. a little bit of a, a little bit of brevity. Criticizing <laughs> some people, don't worry. <laughs> no, just <laughs> Pelopogo said, Wailord to get out of there. Pelipper to get me some fish and cover us from the sun from above and Snorlax to sleep on its belly till we get home. <laughs> See, I like that because it's kind of like halfway, like he's getting his way out of there, but he still has to survive on the way. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it, just, it makes me think of in Let's Go when you use Snorlax as your mount, you just like hug his stomach as you ride <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> you just hang on the clumps of fur on its yeah. stomach. Yeah. <laughs> Next one's from 79 Hal 97. I think I'll go with the Forces of Nature trio. Very helpful on land. If I want to travel, there's wind to my sails and fire with the lightning. Plus, they have big guns so they could help to build bungalows. Oh, they meant like arms. I gotcha. Guns as an arms. Oh, okay. Oh, I, was I was like, like, it's like do they shoot bullets? <laughs> and just for those of you at home that might not know, Forces of Nature trio is talking about the genies. So like Landorus, those guys. Tornadus and Thunderous. There you go. <laughs> Thunderous, Thunderous. That's right. I remember the one that was the weirdest. Landorus. <laughs> Who remembers that? Anyway. Next one's from Sea Princess HNB. Conkelder to build shelter and protect me. That's good. That's, that's mm-hmm. good use. Blissey to take care of us if we get hurt. Mr. Mime to cook and care for the campsite and maybe some entertainment. But mm-hmm. that'll probably be my job. Okay, yeah, I think you should take over for the Mr. Mime in this case. Yeah, it's okay. Just let, let him cook and clean, because that's what he's good at. Mimey. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Uncle Mime. Uh, <laughs> Next one's from Kevin Red Bull. Machoke for heavy lifting and protection. Not Machamp, because he acts without thinking. True. <laughs> it's fair. True. It's, why, it's why the construction companies use Machoke. Mm-hmm. This, this, this is a true thing. Chancy for nutritional eggs daily and helping with injuries. Growd on just to simply make my little island a little bigger. No thanks to Kyogre. <laughs> <laughs> Groudon is such a smart choice. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. I didn't think about making the island bigger. That's so smart. <laughs> you just make the island bigger until it connects to another island. And then until suddenly it's you've got a continent. continent. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Chris, we are... We are too in sync today. It's not okay. I know. It's happened like four <laughs> times on and off the air. My word. Next one's from Mahalo High. And she said, I would choose Alakazam because he's known to be the most intelligent Pokemon and could invent a way to get off the island. Plus, he has spoons to scoop out the meat from fish when we catch. <laughs> okay. I mean, technically true. Technically, technically true. true, but gross visual. Yeah. Ditto, because he can transform into whatever is useful in any situation. And Alola rides you to surf with as we wait to be rescued. Nice. <laughs> okay. Nice. Okay. Got food, entertainment, and uh, a way to get out. That's true. Next one's from Rotten Tanuki. And they said, Crygonal to keep my drinks cold. Wow, man. 
Who remembers Cryonal? <laughs> I don't know. People that like ice Pokemon, you're out there. Slowpoke for endless tail meets and Colossus to smoke said tail meets. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I dig it. I dig it. Tyler says, Miltank can produce milk I can drink. Mew, because it knows transform. I can have a Scyther to cut stuff, a Gyarados to scoop up fish, or an Arcanine for fire. Also, Mew instead of Ditto, because at the end of the day, no one wants to cuddle pink flubber. Instead, I get to cuddle with a cute pink cat. Yeah, but it's like it's like a furless cat. Yeah, it's now, translucent Mew, fur. Yeah, Mew has like super, super thin fur, but it's still mm-hmm. basically hairless. And a third one, just a Magikarp named Maggie. <laughs> no, Tyler. Ma- <laughs> Stop trying to make Maggie a thing. No. It's, it's not going to happen. Maggie's not going to be a thing. <laughs> Next, we have Joshua. My silly answer is three Torterra from the Torterra Garden from Detective Pikachu. Why? Three islands at my disposal is why. That's a good answer. For those who didn't see Detective Pikachu, those Torterra were like genetically engineered to be massive. They were like, like mountains, <laughs> giant mountains, literally. Yeah, it was a cool scene. Yeah, it was pretty cool. My serious answer is Tropius so I can get super tasty fruit from him. Machamp for heavy lifting and shelter building. Semi-seer. I don't really like Semi-seer and his hyperactive attitude being a nightmare, but a thousand degrees Fahrenheit body heat can't be beat on island survival. Hard to argue with that. Yeah, yeah, man. Tropius is is the one Pokemon that I would not feel bad about eating things from because it it's his beard, so it's like he's shaving, right? <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Semi-seer. That's a Pokemon I just forget exists. Maybe it's because we only have the water one over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm also just not a big fan of the, those Pokemon in general. I don't like those the no, elemental monkeys. Yeah, not a fan. It was a cute idea, though, in Gen 5 itself. Definitely was. Lastly, we have from Jackson. He said, Umbreon, obviously. Vanillite, because if I'm hungry, I want some ice cream. And third <laughs> is Machamp. I won't build a shelter. He will. Perfect. Okay, you got it all covered. Perfect. Yeah, I like, I like that we have our priorities straight and we have an endless supply of ice cream. <laughs> Big fan. This week's Pokepole is, what do you think Pokemon Go will look like in two years? Features, Pokemon, events, etc. Okay, so Kyle, you and I could probably talk for hours about this. I'm going to keep my answer concise. I'm going to limit myself to like two things. Okay. Instead of like 10 things I wish would happen, right? Okay. The two big things I want to see happen is Pokemon Go PvP as an eSports, a competitive eSport that actually has some presence outside of just our fandom. Okay. And then I would really, I really think that in two years they would be on track for having complete uh, in-person events and virtual events running uh, alongside. I really think they're going to do it next year, but I think it's going to mean something a little bit different. I think there's going to be virtual like AR assets for people that are at home. And for us in-person people, there will be fun tools and AR playgrounds for us to play with that are more than just habitats to take pictures with. All right. This is going to sound funny, but I think Chris is hopes have a higher chance than mine of coming true once you hear mine you're probably going to agree okay mine is on the feature side and chris is on the event side i want a complete overhaul of the ui of the game by two you might get that you might get that i don't think it's going to happen what i mean by overhaul though is i think that the like pokemon info page when you go to select an individual pokemon it's woefully woefully inadequate for a game that's been out for four years in 2020 
<laughs> and I would I would really love yeah. to see more just direct info presented cleanly for everything, really, for the Pokemon, for PvP, for your storage, you name it, really. Okay, so the only reason I'm saying that you might get that is because I could have sworn like three or four data mines ago there was a bunch of code in there for update version two or something or UI version two or something like that. We'll see. I'm going to keep my fingers crossed because it would just make the game so much nicer to interact with. Yeah, I mean, it's the screen we see the most besides the overworld, right? So that makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. Yeah. So you have another one or is that the big no, one for that's, you? That's the big one for me. Anything else okay. could just be like nitpicking here or there. Awesome. Okay. Well, dear listener, if you have an answer to this week's Pokepoll, which was, again, what do you think Pokemon Go will look like in two years? This includes features, Pokemon events, and et cetera, whatever you can think of. You can answer the question when it's posted on social, such as Facebook and slash or Twitter. We'll talk more about that stuff at the end of the show. If you're a patron, you can answer the question when it's posted in our Discord. Or you guys can leave us a voicemail at 262-586-7717. Or you can send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com. And speaking of voicemails and emails. Emails. And some voicemails. (laughs) We're going to do the voicemails first. We have a jam-packed mail section for you guys uh, because we did put out uh, the call for almost a month for people that wanted to send in stuff for episode 100. So we're going to front load with our voicemails and then we're going to get right into the written ones. Hey guys, happy 100th episode. Uh, It's Sam here from Melbourne, Australia. Uh, Sorry, it's a bit noisy. I'm actually out and about playing Pokemon Go right now. Um, I just want to say thank you so much for the show. I listen every week. Um, I was a sort of an on and off again player for a few years since the launch. Um, and since I discovered your podcast, I've sort of become an only on again player uh, because you guys are so good at keeping me posted on what's happening. Um, so I feel like I don't miss out on cool events and stuff anymore. And it's just fun to hear, you know, someone else's geeky opinions on the game because then I know I'm not alone because all my friends are well and truly not interested. Sorry, now I'm rambling. Anyway, thanks so much and happy 100. Bye. Well, thank you very much. That was from his his handle that he marked the email with was called The Gaze, (laughs) G-A-Z-E, as like an intense gaze. So thank you very much for that. That was that was really sweet. Yeah, I'd love to hear that we help encourage people to keep playing because I know I was I was like that when the game first came out, too. Definitely. And I think you and I have kind of revisited the theme that if it wasn't for the show, we wouldn't be. There's a strong possibility. There's a strong possibility that you and I would not be playing as much or at all still. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's Mm kind of nice that it's doing it for listeners as it is for us. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, here's the next voicemail. Hey, go cast. It's Tyler. Congrats on 100 episodes. You guys have been great. Always my favorite part of the week, being able to listen to the podcast. Even with your questionable taste in Pokemon, like creepy crawly Chris's obsession with bugs, or spooky kooky Kyle's love for ghosts, you guys still bring great information that is entertaining to listen to. What I really like about you guys is how active you are in the community, always talking in Discord with listeners. Again, congrats on 100, and here's the 100 more. Hopefully one day we can meet up and play Go together. Oh, and one last thing. Rest in peace, Maggie. Gone, but never forgotten. (laughs) Rest in peace, Maggie. Gone, but never forgotten. Because you won't let us forget Maggie, dude. 
could be uh, lost and forgotten except for you oh thank you very much tyler really appreciate it yeah. and thanks again for hopping on the show that one time it was incredibly fun incredibly yeah. fun uh we got one more voicemail for you guys hey Goke, uh crew and listeners this is trent calling in to wish chris and kyle a happy 100 episodes no question just another statement once again because i'm little behind on the episodes, if I'm honest. But it's been 422 days since we last had a chance to get Shiny Meltan. Niantic, please. <laughs> See you guys in the next 100. Niantic, please. I agree. <laughs> the propaganda game is strong for Shiny Meltan. <sighs> That's awesome. I love it. That's so funny. Thank you, Trent. <laughs> Thank you guys again, all three of you, for your voicemails. I mean, they're really great. Again, if you guys want to send in a voicemail, we do accept voicemails all the time. You can send it to the number 262-586-7717. Again, thanks to the gays, Tyler and Trent for sending in voicemails. That was fantastic. But we got some lovely emails as well. The first is from Matthew. Hello and congratulations on making it to the 100th episode. I am writing this on the day episode 98 came out. Thank you so much for reminding me that Weedle Community Day is on the 20th. You're welcome. (laughs) Ever since I started listening to you guys, I have learned so much and gotten all the way from level 12 when I picked the game back up in February of 2019 to level 34 as of me writing this email. I have used many tips you have given us to better myself as a trainer and as a social person. Since getting back into the game, I've caught about 35 shinies, most of which are Abra. (laughs) I don't have many people to play Pokemon Go with near me, so it's always nice to hear from someone that I communicate with and give my opinions to. Once again, congrats on 100 episodes. Keep going and get to episode 200, or at least 150. Matthew, no promises on 150. (laughs) (laughs) We promise 200. That's right. Even if we have to end at 149. We'll title it episode 200 for you. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Thanks for the email, Matthew. And I'm I'm very happy to hear that you've been able to get motivation and education from our show. I'm glad that it's serving you well. The next email is from Abby. And they said, congrats on making it to episode 100. This podcast is the second Pokemon Go podcast I picked up. The first was Lured Up. When Chris was on episode 101 of Lured Up, I decided to listen to you guys. I was instantly hooked. Then, when I started to work remote because of the current situation, I decided to start listening to old episodes of this podcast, starting with the very first one. You're one of those people. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. It has been great to listen to the show. It has evolved. The most recent old episode I listened to is episode 48. Although this is the second podcast for Pokemon Go I started listening to, this was the first podcast that I wrote an email to. Since that first email... I had reached level 40 on Abra Community Day and achieved best buddies with my 100% maxed out Tyranitar. Wow. Well, that's, well, that's awesome. Quite the, that's quite the list at the end there. Yeah. And I, it's also great to hear the the interconnectivity of the the podcast sphere because the guys over at Lured Up are fantastic. Yeah. I, I think we mentioned it before, but Kyle and I were on their episode a couple of weeks ago. This past episode that was just up, I believe. Um, I think it's titled Best Friends, something like that. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. So if you guys want to hear us over there having fun with the guys over at Lured Up, it is explicit, but it is a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. But thanks, Abby. Appreciate that. This next one's from Mitch. Hello, GoCast. Like many other people, my life changed when Pokemon Go released in July 2016. Having played Pokemon first in the Johto region in Heart Cold version. Ooh, I like you already. <laughs> I, of course, downloaded the game. Even in what I call the Dark Ages of Pogo, the gameplay captured me for about a year. 
After six months before raids were introduced to the game, I took a break, either from frustration or boredom. I remember distinctly my first legendary raid. I was on a church mission trip to Texas with a friend I don't talk to anymore. Oops. <laughs> Uh-oh. We were walking around the downtown area when we saw a silver-looking egg in a gym. I remember patiently waiting for the hatch animation, which is still too long in my opinion, until out of the light show emerged a Moltres with an impressive CP that blew my mind. We thought we would be getting a 30,000 CP Pokemon, <laughs> so we jumped in the gym. Luckily, five other people joined in with the classic team of Rhydons and Golems. Yeah. That is such a classic team. I mean, man, I what you got back then. It's true. And we beat it handily. I remembered my hands shaking as I threw my last ball at the flaming chicken and intently observing my premier ball shake. One, two, and only two times. The Moltres defiantly broke out, leaving me wanting more. This is the moment my true Pogo <laughs> career began. Oh, yeah. This is like a supervillain origin story almost. <laughs> that Moltres that got away from me set me on a path to where I am today. A level 40, 55 million XP at the time of writing this email, Team Instinct player. Nice. Nice. The Moltres that got away brought me to my now 600 plus member local Discord group, which I raid with almost every day. The Moltres that got away let me meet new people in my community that I never would have otherwise. The Moltres that got away opened my eyes to a game that brings people together rather than apart. Pokemon Go unites us rather than divides people, and that is its most powerful feature. From Mitch. Well, that email took a turn, man. I wasn't expecting <laughs> that to be as profound as it was, but they're 100% correct. Mitch is Absolutely. 100% correct. Yeah, I think we've all had a story of deep frustration from this game. <laughs> and uh, I think that finding the silver lining in that, just like Mitch did, is definitely the way to go. So way to go, Mitch. Thanks for the email. Next emails from Jacket. They said, hey, GoCast, happy 100 episodes of fun. As fun as it would be to make a voicemail, time's been sneaking up on me as is. So I want to write something before I miss it. It's been a long time since you were first on Pokemon Go Radio. In fact, it's been so long, I'm not 100% sure if it was them or Lured Up that sent me your way. <laughs> oh, my. Memory is a fickle beast. Either way, I still stumbled upon the podcast and the fantastic trio of Chris, Kyle, and Ness that made up a lot of the early episodes of the show. Always enjoyed the blend of current events and your own personal experiences. The goal segment really helps make the show one of a kind. A lot of YouTubers and podcasters talk about the news, but your show is the only one I've seen push making goals as a weekly thing, which is iconic in and of itself. However, it's also opened up a form of interaction with the community as everyone wants to share all the various ways they play the game and lead to some great moments that would only have been possible in this sort of environment, like 500 Raids of Summer. <laughs> yep. Real let's, happy we set the stage for that one. <laughs> let's not forget that 500 Raids of Summer started because of a joke that someone on our Discord then edited a picture of Chris's yes. face on a 500 Days of Summer poster. And then... <laughs> He he promised on the next episode and no one let him go from that. It was so good. It was so good. I regret nothing. Not sure if I got any witty questions or stories for this week. I can always write them in later if I think of something. I just wanted to thank you for the constant uploads of Pokemon Go goodness. You, along with the other podcasters in this Pokemon Go community, have made a lot of my days easier to get through with the fun content. Whether it be a long day at work, someone to keep me company while I walk, or something to listen to during one of the many times I need a distraction from the stresses in my life to help me refocus. Here's to 100 more episodes. Jacket K. That was really yeah. nice. That, that was really nice. I really appreciate it. I'm, just, I'm glad that people are able to take away a variety of things from the episode, whether it's directly Pokemon Go related or not. Yeah. 
uh, I'm just going to be, I'm going to be real for a moment here. Like, like very real for a moment. Uh, cause this, this email spoke to me on a certain level. So one of the reasons that I love podcasts a ton is for one of the reasons that Jacket has mentioned, and we've actually seen little hints of this in other emails in the past, but I first got into podcasts because I couldn't find people around me that wanted to talk about the things I cared about. For me back in the day, it was World of Warcraft, right? Nobody else cared about it as much. I wanted to hear other people's opinions besides the one or two friends I played with that didn't play as much or the same way that I did. And mm-hmm. I found podcasts i found podcasters talking about it i found somebody that was like my dad's age talking about it and it just like it made me feel so less alone and so when people mention these things in these emails like hey like i listen to you guys every week it's like we're hanging out or uh this helped me through uh, a sad time or a dark time or a boring time whatever the time might be right it could be benign it could be otherwise like that's what this is about and thanks for writing in about that jacket that's that's really great thank you Moving right along through these lovely, lovely emails. This next one is from Pranay. Hey, GoCast. This is Flack Verlaine, and I wanted to share my favorite moments with you. The top on the list is when you guys named your EV dog. It had me laughing for weeks. Yeah, man. That had us laughing for weeks, too. A few months, actually. <laughs> on a close second is when Chris dubbed the Bastiodon during the thick Pokemon slap fest. <laughs> true uh this is the first podcast that i tried and it did not disappoint you guys have helped me create my very own community inspired me to play even more kudos on keeping the podcast void of swearing yay yay family friendly (laughs) uh keep up the good work in whatever content you create i will watch it or hear it or read it definitely stay safe and hail arceus praise (laughs) helix Thank you very much, Pranay. We appreciate it. And glad that you're apparently also enjoying the streams. So <laughs> Oh, the, the streams are great. Get him, dog. <laughs> Get, hit him with a hit him with a body slam, dog. Finish it up with a nice beam. <laughs> Next one's from Cameron. She said, Hi guys. Happy 100th episode. I want to share with you how much I appreciate this podcast. I've only been listening for a few months since isolation started. I hadn't been feeling too great. I'm a senior in high school in the past three months. We're supposed to be the best of the year. My last orchestra competition, graduation, senior trip, all the fun things senior do. I wasn't feeling too happy. I had only been playing Pokemon Go casually at that point. And with all this newfound time on my hands, I decided to explore a bit. When looking for new podcasts to listen to at work, I came across GoCast and I was hooked. You guys have sparked a love for Pokemon Go and Pokemon in general in me. I'm going to be a bit dramatic. Being in this little community makes me feel like I belong somewhere. And I'm part of something interacting with and getting to know people from all over who have a common interest has been so much fun, all while learning more and more about Pokemon. Pokemon Go is my first Pokemon game, but thanks to GoCast, I'm expanding my horizons and getting more involved. I may or may not have spent $20 on a boatload of Pokemon cards at a thrift store today. This is true. (laughs) That same day she sent a picture on the Discord. I saw them. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Listening to the podcast every week and being a part of Discord has truly brought some light to my life during a time I've been feeling low. I've had so much fun learning more about Pokemon Go, talking to new people, establishing superiority over people with inferior names, (laughs) and cracking (laughs) stupid jokes during the live streams. Just to clarify, we have two Camerons in our Discord. We do. So, and to be fair. One is Camo, and the other one is Cameron, and this is Cameron. <laughs> yes, yes. Although their actual names are both Cameron. So yes. They're spelled differently, and now there is a, a minor playful beef between them, and it's great. It's, it's funny. It's very funny. 
Chris, Kyle, and Ness, since she was there at the start too. Thank you so much for hosting such a wonderful podcast. You've definitely helped me keep my head up and exposed me to a world I wouldn't know about otherwise. I enjoy hearing you guys read my emails and talking with you on the Discord. I can't wait for what the next 100 episodes bring. Hopefully someday, when traveling is safe again, there will be a downtown Indianapolis meetup at the canal, and I can show you all the legendary Birds mural. Congratulations and thanks, Cameron. Oh. I, I, I really appreciate that. <laughs> Such a lovely email. Yeah. Uh, it's just, <laughs> uh, it really, Chris just touched on it for the past one about why he started podcasting, but it's one of my favorite things, and it's why I search online for subreddits and podcasts and stuff like that to connect with other communities to have like interests. And it's really great when you find one that you really connect with. It's, it's how I've met some of the best friends in my life. So Cameron, it's, it's wonderful to hear that you are an irreplaceable part of our community, just like every single person in our community is. So thank you for all that you bring to bring to the community yourself. This next email is from Grayson. Hey, GoCast, congratulations on hitting episode 100. Thank you. I have three questions for you this week. I saved the best for last. How many party hat Pokemon do you have? Oh, no. Can you search party hat? <laughs> Let's take a look. I don't think you can. Can you search event? Oh, hang on. Maybe you can search event. You cannot. Nope. Okay. That's fine. It's no fine. hat? Just Pikachu. Okay. And Warple? Yeah, I have like one Warple. It's fine. I'm going to go ahead and say without counting like the hundred I might have here. I'm just going to go ahead and say like 60. I have 59 Pikachu returned. And I only have three regular Pikachu. So that including the Wurmple and all the Halloween headed <laughs> Pokemon. Oh, I'm going to say probably close to 100. I have I have 34 Pikachu alone and then another like five Wurmple. And then I don't even know how many of the Bulbasaur and Squirtle ones. So don't forget about the Raichu as well, though. I don't think I have any of those. Hang on. Maybe I have one. OK. Oh, I have three. OK, so look, I'm just going to go on a safe side and say about 70. There you go. That hurts. There you go. That hurts That's to so say. Funny. Well, thanks for making <laughs> us aware of that, Grayson. Now I've got a project to do tomorrow. Okay. The second question is, what Mega Evolution are you excited for? Kyle, it cannot be Mega Gengar, and Chris, it cannot be Mega Caesar. <laughs> hey, we can't help it that our favorite Pokemon got Megas. But yeah, no, we that's... feel attacked. <laughs> that's fair. For me, it's Mega Salamence because he looks ridiculous. Oh, my God. Very exciting. For those that have been on the stream, it's a spaceship without legs. I'm going to go with Mega Charizard, and I'm going to say both of them because I think oh, they, count. they count. I was just one. about to ask which one. <laughs> They're very different Pokemon, uh, Kyle. X, <laughs> if I have to say one. Okay, it's but, but why? Not why it, as in the form, but like why? <laughs> Why'd you choose that? It, it gets a dragon typing. That's really cool. Yeah, and like, that actually that. is really exciting potentially from PvP standpoint. Yeah. Okay, so Grayson's last question. What is your favorite memory from doing the podcast? Like, Something in Pokemon Go or a funny thing on the podcast, stuff like that. Have an excellent 100th episode, Grayson. All right, what's your favorite podcast-related memory? I've got a couple that I'm going to omit, like events and overall community days because they're too easy. One is the episode where I couldn't say Hippopotas, and I just <laughs> said Hippo Potato instead, and it stuck, and now it's it's a Hippo Potato. So It's a thing. It's a thing. But And then the second one is... When I believe we did Alomomola's Pokalore, and it was the first time we read Fish Like as a description. <laughs> and it's just opened my eyes to everything. And now I look, I think about it all the time. 
all the time. I'm just like, fish like? Why would you ever describe something as like? It's either is yeah. or it isn't. When it's very clearly a water type Pokemon that looks like a fish, just call it a fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my word. Oh, man. Um, well, for me, my favorite memories are I've got a couple. I would say my, my top memory is when we got Kyle to go head to head with Zoe in a trivia competition. <laughs> that was really funny. And I thought the theme was going to be harder to guess. It was baby themed. But Zoe snatched that up, I think, within like three questions or something like that. It's like, oh, are these just babies? Like, well, there goes that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> there goes that. And as for the rest of it, I, I really there we did. We did a very short episode with a friend of ours, Alex DeFranco. I think it was episode two. It was during GoFest 2018 in a hotel room. Kyle, I don't even think that you were there. I think it was just me and Alex. Uh, yeah, I had to I had to leave because I had a, like a two hour trek home at the time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was the first time that I had done a, like a remote podcast like that in a hotel with like a guest and stuff and still was able to maintain like some semblance of professionalism. It wasn't just like a laptop mic or something. And it was really exciting. I don't talk about that very often because it's kind of a personal experience, but it was it was pretty cool to have everything set up and be like, oh, I did it. Look, we did the thing in a hotel. <laughs> That's neat. <laughs> so anyway, thank you very much for the email, Grayson. Next email is from Neil. They said, hey, guys, Pokemon Go has been a huge part in my 2020 year. I'm an independent pharmacy owner and have needed a distraction of some kind from all the madness going on. Oh, my gosh. Yikes. Yeah. I started playing, of course, in the summer of 2016, but I didn't have it back on my phone until January of this year. I encouraged a few of my friends who are also in the medical field to download and play the game with me. I started back this January at level eight. And I'm now level 32, and I don't plan on stopping until I get to level 40. Your podcast has helped me to have an escape from my crazy days in the pharmacy, and I thank you guys so much for that. Enjoy celebrating episode 100. I think I think we've all needed a bit of a of a distraction, especially just in 2020 in general. It's been a it's been a wild ride, and I'm happy that we were able to provide that for so many people. Definitely. And and Neil, just going to say this. It's 2020 and you're an independent pharmacy owner. Thank you for whatever you're doing for people. That's crazy, especially right now. I can only imagine the stress. So thank you. Anybody that's listening that's in a medical profession or any other, other sort of public service, if you're an essential worker, thank you. Thank you very much. This next email is from Joshua. This email is for the 100th episode. Oh, whew, got it. Nailed it. <laughs> Hi, Chris and Kyle. I'm a new listener to your podcast and I really enjoy it. I started Pokemon Go on the 25th of December, 2018, and caught my first shiny, a shiny bag on, in the December 2019 event. I only have three shinies at the moment, though. My favorite part of your podcast is the Pokalore section and reviewing last week's goals. Oh, I'm sorry we skipped Pokalore this week. <laughs> Uh-oh. I love the idea of maxing out bug and ghost types. I am going to try and max out all of the grass types, but I'm always low on Stardust. That's the name of the game, buddy. Sorry to say. My question for you is, how do you have so many shinies? I play on the community days and only tend to get one shiny. What's your technique? How do I get more? Hmm. Kyle, what do you do to get 38 shiny Weedle? <laughs> well, that one I can't help you with. That is an anomaly <laughs> beyond all belief. But for sure, a lot of the time it really comes down to just playing like a lot. A lot of people who you do see tend to have, you know, 20 plus shinies on a community day. They probably caught a thousand Pokemon that really will set it apart. A common technique for that is using quick catching. And if you don't know about that, it's a way that you can skip the animation of the Pokeball shaking 
So whether it gets caught or not, you're immediately back in the overworld. Mm -hmm. That's how people who go really hard on the game are going to maximize their shiny numbers. But that's that's wholly unnecessary. You won't you won't need to do that. It is. Um, if it's any if it's any consolation to those of you out there that do not quick catch, cannot figure out how to quick catch, or just do not like doing it, I, I do not. Do it. I I can't do it. I tried he to do struggles. it for Weedle for like five minutes, and I was he like, this struggles. isn't fun, dude. I okay, did. I tried. I tried to do it for five minutes. I did because I was like, Wheel Day. It's the day to do it. I did it. It kept like bugging out like Pokemon were hanging around. I couldn't keep track of things. It, like I was like not about it. I was like, this stinks. I only I do, do it like this. I only do it on Stardust days where I'm playing by myself because it it invokes a pace of Pokemon Go that is not fun for groups of people. Right, right. So so that being said, what I'm trying to say is that I do not actively do it. I even tried it and I dislike it and I will not be doing it. I still rake in, you know, 20 shinies on occasion. So don't worry about it. You don't have to learn a fancy trick. You can just go out and play a lot. But yeah, I think what Kyle was saying about just increasing the number of catches is kind of the best way of getting your uh, your shiny count up, as it were. Um, but the next question is, if Pokemon were real, what would be your dream team plus the move sets? Well, he's got one here. I'm going to read it, but I don't think we're going to do move sets. That would take a long time for us. But we, we can go through a team of six for sure. Real life team, I guess. So Joshua's would be Nidoking with Toxic Spikes, Stealth Rock, Dragon Tail, and Power Up Punch. A Shiny Frostlass with Destiny Bond, Shadow Ball, Avalanche, and Attract. A Kingdra with Dragon Pulse. Dragon Dance, Yawn, and Surf. Oh, I like the Yawn in there. That's nice. Embor with Flare Blitz, Flamethrower, Power Punch, and Roar. Love the Roar. Yes. <laughs> Shiny Trevenant. I love the Red Leaves. Horn Leech, Phantom Force, Leech Seed, and Wood Hammer. And finally, Mega Shiny Bennett with Dazzling Gleam, Dark Pulse, Psychic, and Shadow Ball. Thanks for reading my email and keep up the good work joshua okay so kyle your team of six if you were a real life trainer oh my gosh you're gonna have to you're gonna have to actually give me a second oh, oh okay i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it i'm just gonna do it off the top of my head because i've got a few safe ones right typhlosion because okay. cindy was my starter right a caesar for some coverage also he's the best the best there ever was i'm gonna need some sort of fighting type so i'm gonna say hit him on top because he's weird and that sounds great because you throw out a hit on top and somebody's like really you couldn't take literally anything else you're gonna take the top. <laughs> what a weird choice <laughs> um a nidorino because i like nidorino a lot better than nido king just design wise and they would just be kind of like a signature hanging out with me sort of pokemon because typhlosion is dangerous to have out all the time let's just be honest with ourselves right i want a lapras for uh, the convenience of being able to move but i also like having the water and ice coverage he's also defensive that's nice and lastly i should probably throw in a legendary right you should have like one yeah, I mean, you, you think? don't have you don't have to have a legendary. You don't have to. I suppose I suppose there wasn't one in here from Joshua, so maybe I won't because he said a good example. Oh, I didn't say any shinies or anything. I also didn't pick my mega. <gasps> oh no! All right, well, that's fine. It'll just be <laughs> shiny mega hair across. I don't care if I already have a bug type. I'll make room. That's fine. What about you, Kyle? All right, I'm I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I need one more Pokemon. I'm trying to think. Delmize. No. Uh, under no circumstance. Okay, I got it. Are you ready? Are you ready? Okay. To get the easy out of the way. Shiny Mega Gengar. Because <laughs> it's Mega, it's Shiny, it's the only one that matters. Although I could trade the Shiny for another on this team. For two oh, yeah, on don't, this team. Actually. Hey man, don't give us too much of a curveball. Okay. <laughs> uh Aegislash. 
because I, I love Aegislass. Easily my number two Pokemon. Um, Decidueye. Now, <gasps> this is only happenstance that it's a ghost. I picked it because it was grass type, and it's just, its design oozes, like, class. It's so good. Oh, Decidueye is incredible. Metagross, because... Matt, that's you know, there's a pseudo legendary. It's you know, I didn't need a legendary on my team, but it's good enough. And Metagross is a supercomputer. Also, Steel Psychic is pretty great. Mm-hmm. Rotom Wash. Now, I know what you're thinking. It's not a ghost type. Don't give me that. It's electric water. <laughs> and lastly, Toxapex. Now, that for those who don't know, that's also another that's a Gen 7 Pokemon, just like the Sedui. And Aegislash? Yes, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's it. And Toxpax is just like a super, super bulky Pokemon, can take a lot of hits, can heal itself. So that's a good front line right there. Also, cool design. Yes. As long as you don't look too deeply inside of it and it's just like a little floating ball in there. Yeah, it's strange. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Those are both of our teams. Thanks so much, Joshua. Really appreciate the email. Next email is from Ted. He said, Hello, Chris and Kyle. I reversed that. He said Kyle and Chris. What? Oh. What? No one ever puts my name first. <laughs> well, it's about time, isn't it? It's about time. Uh, oh, no. Now everyone's going to come in and write my name first for the emails. It's okay. You don't, don't feel pressured about it. Yes! Please! <sighs> I was trying to think of interesting things to say for your 100th episode, but I didn't. So congrats and my thanks for such an entertaining and informative show, Ted. <laughs> uh, I, appreci- I appreciate it regardless. No. Yeah, no, that's that's cool. I think we did say, yeah, you guys can send in emails. You can say congratulations. You can talk about Pokemon. You can even just say hi. I think this this qualifies yeah. somewhere. That's awesome. Thank you, Ted. Okay. This next one's from George. Hi, Chris and Kyle. I almost forgot to send this before you guys record the episode today. If it was late, that's okay. You're not late. You're in. You made it. I really just wanted to say, first of all, congratulations, episode 100. Thank you. It has been an amazing journey, I bet. I am so glad I have found your podcast. I first found you guys after Zoe linked on her Twitter, her interview with you guys from February 2019, and I've been listening ever since. I genuinely love the show and look forward to every episode. I listen while I'm at work or at home, usually while I play Pokemon Go PvP battles or while I'm reading something. I don't particularly have a favorite episode or moment, but I do remember fondly the times where you guys have read my emails. Nice. (laughs) I remember one of my first emails I ever sent to you guys being read, and all three of you, Ness was still a co-host at the time, liked one of my goals, which was doing a specific number of gym battles with my 93% Azelf and my 100% max out Yanmega. That was really cool. Before this email gets super long, I just wanted to say I look forward to the next 100 episodes and keep up the good work. Attaches a screenshot of me recently hitting great friends with Chris, which is a great timing for the celebratory moment. I look forward to... (laughs) At some time in the future, advancing my friendship level with Kyle. I do have room in my friends list. Can, All right, send along that friend code. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll pass it along to Kyle here. Lastly, I also wanted to briefly talk about Niantic's decision to display their discontinuation of support for certain 32-bit Android phones. The thing is, so many phones purchased in 2018 and 2019 were going to be affected. This was the case with me. I would have had to stop playing in August had this come into effect because I got my current phone in October 2019 and don't plan on getting a new one anytime soon. My phones usually last one and a half years, at least with this indefinite delay, we have some time to plan and, and play and stuff. I think Niantic realized this decision would have affected a lot more people than they initially thought. That's why they delayed it. Anyway, thanks for everything and stay safe out there. Well, that's a good perspective. So I suppose maybe we didn't represent that 
completely accurate. I mean, we were talking about phones that were like four or five years old. This is a pretty recent upgrade for George. So yeah, unlike Apple, where they're just like, yeah, no, we're just going to do this and lock out so many people from our from our operating system like that. Next email is from Jackson. Happy episode 100. This is a story of how I found this podcast. Okay. One day in November of 2019, I was on my way to middle school on the bus and was pretty bored. The day before, my mom told me to listen to a podcast. So the good boy I am listened. I searched up Pokemon on Spotify, and this was the first podcast that popped up. I was an extremely casual Pokemon Go player at the time and still am. I listened to episode one, and after I told myself, yes, this is the podcast, I listened to all the episodes after, and now I'm caught up and love the podcast. Also, not part of the story, I realized after listening to episode 99, I'm one of the people who was chosen for the free gifts. So now I have like six Pokeballs, so I'm happy. Cheers, Jackson. Oh, good. Hey, that's good. great. The, the free gifts are great. That's exactly what they're for, <laughs> helping that supplement. Yes, and I'm hoping that this means that on Community Day, you won't have zero to catch that shiny like last time, man. That's yeah. that's good. Yeah. Good, 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 good. Good news, Jackson. Yeah, Thank you great. for the kind story. Appreciate it. This next one's from Haley. Hiya. How you guys doing? How you doing, Kyle? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing good. Thanks for asking, Haley. My name is Haley. I live in Australia and absolutely love your podcast. I get excited every single week when it's released. I drive an hour to work every day, and it makes the commute much more enjoyable. Where I live, my Pokemon community is really active and fantastic, but heavily focused on rating, which I like, but don't love. Your podcast helped me to realize that there are others out there who love PvP and decks filling just like I do, so thank you. Your podcast is so informative and fun, and has really helped when it comes to battling and doing better at the game. I love everything you guys do, so keep up the amazing work. Congratulations on episode 100 from Haley. P.S. One day after listening to one of the episodes, I got the word emails stuck in my head for three hours and drove my husband crazy walking around the house singing emails to myself. Oh, no. First, that's great. That's great to hear because I always think of it when I say it. I'm like, oh, no, I'm so off tone. People are just covering their ears. No, I think I think it's endearing, man. You got to lean into that sort of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) that's great. Thank you for the email, Haley. Next one's from Justin. They wrote in and said, hey, Chris and Kyle. First off, I wanted to take the time just to put in perspective how momentous this is. Just think, you put in the hard work, got out there, and grinded to be able to say you finally made it to this moment. And now, here we are, gang. We hit number 100. That is such an amazing feat and a huge accomplishment. Episode 100? Why would anyone care about that? I'm talking about my 100th hundo being this amazing shiny timber i evolved okay whatever <laughs> justin okay i see i see hundredth hundo that's a that's a lot that's a lot that's a lot oh just messing with you guys no but i did get a shiny timber though and i guess hitting 100 episodes is kind of a big deal <laughs> on a serious notes you guys busted your butts to bring news laughs smiles and shiny luck to brighten every listener's day for that, you are all owed so much gratitude for being just as much part of our lives now as Pokemon Go is. Here, here, Justin, aka the illustrious overseer. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, uh, I'm a I'm a little salty about the shiny timber. No, that's um, congratulations to yeah. you and and thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, really appreciate it. Quite the switcheroo in that their uh, that their email. You know, we laughed, we cried. We learned something about ourselves along the way. Gosh darn it, Justin. (laughs) I look forward to us having another PvP rematch in the next Maripa, by the way. (laughs) I moved my my eyebrows up and down really quickly. You know what I mean? 
You know what I mean? <laughs> all right. This next one's from Bo. Hey, Chris, Kyle, and guests. I'll pass that along to Ashley. She was here earlier. Congratulations on the Centennial episode. Hey, thanks. I had an idea about Mega Evolutions. They are a unique form, but you can only get them by do a Mega Raid like Mega Blastoise and get a Mega Stone like Blastoise and Knight. Maybe not a certain drop or really hard raid battle. I didn't realize how weird Blastoise and Knight sounded out loud yeah. until I just said it. It's a weird yeah. one. Right? I think they all sound really weird. Not going to lie. When you say they them do, they look they look way better on paper, yeah. <laughs> way better on paper. You can then mega evolve your best buddy Pokemon by using a set amount of candy, 500 maybe, and your mega stone. These are consumed after evolution. And then the move sets would stay the same after evolution. What do you think? Thanks. Bo from Belgium. What do you think, Kyle? I think there's just this one too many steps. Like if we were going to go the the mega stone route, I'd be which I'd be totally fine with the concept. I don't want to have to have best buddy and 500 candy. Maybe just best buddy and mega stone. And yeah, then, maybe. You know, that would fulfill the requirement of it being rare and requiring the best buddy to build up. That 500 candy benchmark it seems right, though. I think maybe if it was 400, so it matched the evolution of like Altaria and Whale Lord and stuff, maybe mm-hmm. uh, that would make sense. But at the same time, like that just means that Altaria was that hard to get. Then, like, what do we do? Like, 15, 14 or 1200 candies for Mega yeah. Altaria? Man, but then on, on the flip side, you got Mega Mewtwo, and where you like that's an absurd number of candy for that, honestly. So, you know, which know. makes a lot of sense, though. You know, several hundred candy for a Mewtwo, but still, yeah, you're right. You're walking that forever. Or using bird candies, a lot no, that's, of them. That's a rare candy one. <laughs> yeah, that's too many. That's too many. But anyway, thanks, Bo. That's a really good. That's a really good system. Appreciate that. Next one's from Cress. They said, "Hey guys, just wanted to congratulate you on your hundredth episode. You guys have been a consistently positive presence in my life for the past year. I can't tell you how much I look forward to hearing you guys at the beginning of my day and get hyped for work. Definitely one of my top favorite podcasts I listen to. No joke. I absolutely love how informative and fun you guys are." One of my absolute favorite aspects is the Pokemon lore segments that you guys do. And Kyle, can you please always sing the emails parts? I love it. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I've been better. I promise. I promise. I didn't realize. Yeah, man. It's a thing now. Look what you've done. Okay. Also, in celebration of your 100th episode, I've attached pictures of my two favorite hundos and named them in honor of you two. Oh, that's, that's, that's really nice. It is really sweet. Anyways, I wish you guys continued success and absolutely love when Kyle's gets so in-depth about the stats, even though I only understand half of it. It's still super helpful. Hope to Arceus I catch Axew sometime soon. All the shiny luck and dedicated listener, Cress. And then there's a picture of a hundred of a hundo Rayquaza named Kyle and a hundo Melmetal named Chris. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. I just want to let you know that if our hundo is faced off, I take you to the cleaner, son. I yeah, I think you actually would. Yeah. <laughs> appreciate that. <laughs> oh, Thanks, Chris. That. Yeah, that's really, really awesome. And good Pokemon choices. Yeah, that's right. This next one's from Kat. Just wanted to say congratulations on a happy and healthy 100th episode. Yes, this bouncing baby boy, this 100th episode. <laughs> Seeing the passion and the energy you've both had for the show since before the first episode, it's been wonderful to see those grow and evolve with the great ultra and best friends See what I did there? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Haha. And the community that has been cultivated along the way. Cheers to another 100 episodes and more. Cat. 
Thank you very much, Kat. Appreciate it, man. At this point, we're going to have to do like 600 episodes, Chris. (laughs) I know. We've agreed to how many episode 200s now? (laughs) Goodness me. The next one's from Kevin Red Bull. They said, hey, Chris and Kyle, it's Kevin Red Bull here. How are you guys doing? I'm I'm doing pretty great. Killing it. Straight killing (laughs) it right now, brother. Congratulations on 100 episodes. I'm so grateful to be able to be a part of this with you. Last time we spoke, I said I wanted to max my 98% rush ram. I failed that particular task. Oh, he, darn. He got stuck at 3799 CP. Oh, that's so close, though. It's pretty it's close. so close. Where's your rare candy? Pretty close. <laughs> I was able to evolve my perfect timber all the way, though. My 523 rare candies this summer task is going well. That's right. That's where your rare candies are. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. As I'm up to 199, with just over two months to go still. But the real reason I've emailed is because of my shiny and perfect log. For perfects this year alone, I got 34 total 100% in 2020 so far. Oh my goodness. (laughs) That's a lot of playing. Some highlights being my best buddy Blastoise, Lucario, and Machop, now Machamp, in the wild. Nice. As for shinies, I've been busy. I caught 131 shinies in 2020, not including community days. I got an additional 111 for that, bringing my grand shiny total so far up to 241. So highlight some highlights include shiny Lucario. Oof. Oh, so good. Yeah, my heart hurts hearing other people have that. Krabby, Ponyta, Darkrai, oh. and a personal favorite, Electrike. Oh, which is like one that I want but can't find. I forget that ah. that one's even shiny. You it's better like, be checking. It's like, it's like blue, right? Yeah, it's blue. That's right. I remember now. Okay. It's awesome. (laughs) Thank you guys for all you've done. And thank you for following me on my journey. I hope to give you guys more in the future and have a great day. Kevin Red Bull. That is an impressive count of numbers. Not going to lie. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty crazy. 34, 100% in 2020 alone. (sighs) Oh, my. Kevin, that's nutty. (laughs) Good for you, man. You're really putting them away. That's awesome. Uh, This last email, thank you guys, everybody, for these emails. Uh, This last one's from Carlo. Hey, Chris, Kyle, and possible guests. Hope I didn't procrastinate on this for too long. Firstly, thank you for building a wonderful community and for creating a fun podcast for the world to listen to. You got it, dude. On to the question. If you could change something about the show in its earlier days, first 50-ish episode or so, would you? I'm always curious about others' self-critiques and what they notice about their own work. Wishing you all the best, Carlo. All right, so like the first 50-ish episodes, what's one thing that you could change about the show if you could? I don't I don't think there is because one of the biggest things that changed was our our personal interactions and like level of confidence and stuff like that and you can't really just change that as like a feature of the episodes. So I think I'm I think minus that I'm proud of the early episodes. Yeah, I, th- I think so, too. I don't think I would really go back and, and change much. Of course, if I could talk to uh, the editor that I was back then, I'd have some things to say <laughs> for sure about some quality choices and for some things like that. But I think the show today wouldn't be where it was if it wasn't for the stepping stones and the learning that we did along the way. For those oh. of you listeners that apparently listen from episode one, it happens often. I'd be kind of curious to hear what you guys think uh, progressed the most 
actually, because it's kind of hard for us from this perspective because we just stay current constantly because we don't have time to go back and listen to all of them. <laughs> and so it's, it's difficult to get proper perspective. I got something. It's not big, but it's actually something I would change just because it's something we do now. We didn't do then. We didn't do an opening. We, we didn't have taglines to help summarize and sync up our episode and, you know, give a little... That's true. Jokes there. That's something that's that's true. That could have been done earlier. I think they used to not even be jokes. Remember yeah. that they used to literally just be headlines. And then we were like, let's have some fun with these, and we yes. did. So I know they're super hit or miss. I mean, like ninety percent miss and ten percent hit. But they're <laughs> but so okay. fun for they're fun for me to write. And I love when Kyle, I'm like, hey, let's read through these together. And I can hear him go, oh, <laughs> and just like, like oh, no. two of them. I let him choose out of the four if he wants to do one and three or two and four, and he will literally dodge the ones he doesn't want to do. And it's oh, I look forward look, to it every look, week. Fifty percent of the ones I dodge are because Chris has a specific cadence to way how he wants them said. Oh, that's fair enough. You know, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> that's a fair pass on that one. <laughs> but anyway, thank you for the email, Carlo. We appreciate it. Thanks to everybody that sent in emails and voicemails and said congratulations in messages and stuff over the past few weeks to us for episode 100. Kyle, thank you for 100 episodes. Thank you for having me when all of this started. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, we did it. <laughs> we did Wait, a thing. We did two years. Yeah, let's do it again. You want to do it again? Let's run it back. <laughs> let's, let's do it. Uh, no, no, no. No, I don't no, want no, to no. do that. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, starting tomorrow, I'm going to take down all 100 episodes. We're going to start over from episode one. Let's do a fresh start. <laughs> no, we Season have to do the Reggie two, Ice episode again. Season two. Yes, exactly. We'll just go back. We'll dig up all the old show notes and we'll just read them verbatim. We'll pretend we're in a time capsule. Oh, that'd be such a weird episode to do. It would be kind of fun, wouldn't it? Yeah. Actually, like if we went back and picked like episode seven or something and we're like, hey, oh let's try to put our heads Would back you- in that headspace. <laughs> That'd be so fun. Anyway, um, I, we're going to close out the episode here in a little bit. But I, I do want to say, hey, there is a surprise at the end of the show. For those of you that have made this this far, Kyle doesn't know what it is. He hasn't heard it yet. I made it for him. The only other person that's heard it is Trent from the listenership um, in our Discord <laughs> because he volunteered to help vet it for me. That's so right, we'll play that. We'll play it at the end. Kyle gets to hear for the first time. Maybe we'll get some feedback from Kyle next week because it'll be at the end here. But uh, that's it for this episode. That means that we have to do some goals. But before that, hey, if you guys want to send us an email for episode 101 or beyond, you can do so at mail at gocastpodcast.com. Just send it over there. You can visit our website at gocastpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at gocastpodcast. Like us on Facebook, the gocastpodcast. If you'd like to get into this discord that we just keep talking about and be one of our patrons who we love dearly, you can do so by visiting Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash GoCastPodcast, where as little as $1 a month gets you access to the aforementioned Discord and such. There's also some other fun benefits on there for other tiers and even more at the $1 tier. So check it out. If monetary support is not your dealio or it's not in the cards for you currently, you can still help us out immensely by leaving a review on any sort of podcatching service that you might use, such as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Stitcher, I mean, you name it. If it's got infrastructure for reviews, it helps us out in ways I cannot even describe. All right, Mr. Kyle, we got to set some goals here. Okay. Set some goals. Are you, though? I am. I'm ready. Are you ready? Chris wasn't ready. Hang on. Hang on. (laughs) Get to it. 
Hang on, uh, let me just put these notes right underneath you your score for trivia today. <laughs> okay, Mr. Kyle, what are your goals going to be this week? All right, so I'm going to max out Shedinja. That's Oh, we're there. We are there. It happened. Thank you, Niantic, for finally giving a reasonable amount of Ninkata. I also want to make sure that I don't go negative in Stardust. That means making up for the Stardust from spending on Shedinja, which is about 200000 So nice, nice works out. Still be over a million. And lastly, I want to finish the weekly skill research for the GoFest. Okay, I'm going to put down skill research. Yeah, there you go. So front to back, I've got Max Shedinja. Do your, uh, well, you want to be over 1 million Stardust by the time you come here next week, right? Mm-hmm. And then also finish the weekly skill research task. Yes. Okay, for myself, I I want to also finish the skill research. I want to do at least two Ho-Ohs this weekend. And, and, and I have to max Beautifly and get yep. that going there. Okie oh dokie. That's going to do it. Man, I, uh, I I actually have the least confidence in the Ho-Ohs of this set. I'm not sure if I'm actually going to get groups for it or not. We'll have to see. Ugh, it's Ho-Oh. It's okay. And that brings us to the end of the show. Episode 100, done and done. Except not really. Got a little bit, uh, got a little bit of stuff to listen to at the end here. So stick around for after the music. There'll be a little surprise. Kyle, thanks for a great episode. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you guys for making it fantastic. That was one of the best email sections ever. That was incredible. Thank you guys for being as much a, a part of this show as we are. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye. news <laughs> oh no i have some bad news all right don't you dare tell me it is a move that just lowers defense or something like that no 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 no. it's even worse it's, it's worse than everything rock wrecker inflicts damage and then forces the user to recharge during the next turn it's stinking hyper beam but no it's hyper beam no <laughs> oh well i'm sorry to break it to you folks i'm, I'm right sorry day is canceled if you did not have knowledge of pokemon main series moves like i didn't you probably just had your hopes and dreams crushed i'm sorry pokemon sure let's make a day of it (laughs) you sounded so angry (laughs) you should try that again okay i'm sorry (laughs) that caught me so off guard i was like wow my goodness (laughs) Oh, no, I like the enthusiasm. The energy was good. I was just like, did I do something wrong? (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. That's so funny. (laughs) Hello and episode. Hello and episode. (laughs) It's going to be a burden of a recording session. I can already tell. Okay. (laughs) Hello episode. Before I start gear up today, I learned a new word that I thought you would like. What is it? That would have been very fitting for that last section. What is it? Sundry. 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 What does that mean? It means a collection of things that are not worth mentioning individually. Huh. So like patch notes.
Well, like like very small changes at the end of patch notes. Okay. I just <laughs> I like to add useless words to my vocabulary to confuse no. the people I'm talking to. So. Absolutely, and then they have to stop and ask you, and you've already won the argument that they it, forgot all about. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Anyways, <laughs> we can now continue. I okay. Tell you. Can you hear people in my background? I think I heard a dog bark outside just now. No, I can't. I can't hear you. Oh, okay. no, it's on my side that I hear something. Like actually. Oh. Well, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well I, I thought you were picking you something up on my side. No, there's a dog behind me, though. <laughs> I thought you were hearing somebody barking outside my window. No, no. That's why I asked. Can you hear the people in my background? No, I can't hear them at all. <laughs> but I can hear the dog right behind me. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord, dude. Okay. It will then hold on until the poison. Oh, my bleh. Poison. Touching tails. Mm hmm. There's, there's a joke like, in there somewhere, man. There's only like three baby Pokemon <laughs> with tails. Okay. Sorry. This is family friendly. I'm sorry. <laughs> God. Okay. <laughs> a shiny pseudo wudo or a shiny quoa gunk quoa gunk <laughs> oh no uh, any closing comments any final words um I am no no reading nope I'm, I'm, <laughs> nope nope <laughs> No, I love it. It makes my nightmare so much easier. I'm fortunate that I live within about... Uh, apparently, I can't. Look. <laughs> you got it. I have faith. I am fortunate that I live about 20 minutes... Right? 20 minutes? 20 Tw meters? I don't know. <laughs> 20 meters! 20 minutes! But like... From America, why are you talking in meters, 20, buddy? I think it's twenty minutes. 20, 20 but like twenty minutes is a long time from a gym. Twenty meters. Twenty like, minutes. Twenty minutes is far. Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. It's definitely twenty minutes. Oh, he says fr from from front door. Uh, so it's meters. It's a hundred percent meters. Hmm. It's meters. I'm reading it as meters. You could just say, it's just, I, I'm fortunate that I live very close to a park gym. Okay, fine. Oh, <laughs> <sighs> uh, here we go. Somewhat mad or foolish. Okay, well, I'll, I'll start that over. Now. Holy hell! Oh my god! You can, you can, you can chime in with like, "What is that?" If you want, and we're like, "Uh." Okay, you, you got to be the person that you're the smarter one out of the two of us. I so, yes, but like, <laughs> no thanks, thanks for not deflecting that at all. Jeez. <laughs> I will ask. I'll be like, "Hey, did me what's that mean?" You can be like, "Well." <laughs> 
ahead. No, you're good. Sorry. The lawn mowing guy. I'm like, stop mowing your lawn. Stop it. He's got these whippersnipper out. Just like, every time. Hey, kid, I'm trying to do a podcast. Keep it down. Seriously, there was this dude that would start his power tools every time I'd start recording a clip, no matter what time of day it was. I'm like, how does he know? How does he know that I want to record right now at 2.32 p.m.? Like, what? Okay. It's it's funny because I was also looking up uh, prior to this. Oh, God damn. <laughs> Is he just turning it on and then turning it back off? I What's think he's doing the edges. <laughs> it's, oh. a whippers- it's like, I don't know what you guys call it. Like, you know, when you have like weed the whacker. handheld one and weed whacker. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, weed whacker. Oh, now he's got the I, lawnmower. Uh, Sick. By the way, I have to tell you that chicken burger has just been implanted in my head since February. Like, I can't <laughs> say the word burger. chicken sandwich anymore. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. It's the correct. Me. Everyone's losing their mind over whatever, like the Popeyes chicken sandwich, and this whole like um, we don't have Popeyes, and I'm like, it's a chicken burger. It's getting like the the runoff of like the meme in Australia, and I'm like, it's a burger. Stop. And everyone's like these sandwiches, and I'm like, mm. Mm-hmm. no, <laughs> I'm gonna be over here where the world makes sense. <laughs> um, all right. Oh, this guy's just gonna be mowing his lawn now. I think. Yeah. Okay. Can you hear? Um, it's it's a it's a light hum. Okay. Uh, what about this? No, I'm joking. I. <laughs> I'll, I'll shift my arm. Half, halfway through, it turns into an ASMR bit. podcast. Yeah. And just like, hey guys, okay, he's mowing this lawn. Okay, so, Sorry about slide that. all the way over here. Is it uh, any less? Oh, I can't really even move that way. If I move it, because it's like the monodirectional. Let's see if that's like right, less terrible. Right. How big of a yard does he have? I'm now just crossing into Chevron. Chevron. Chevron is shining. Show them for my shout. <laughs>